Podcast. Today with me, happy Groundhog's Day, by the way. <laughs> Y'all see the groundhog? Yeah. It's going to be an early spring. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. <laughs> Ned Bryerson. <laughs> Bing! <laughs> Today with me, I have, and he is an illustrator, a designer, a children's book author, a dog lover, and the best dad ever. <laughs> a fun guy that loves to laugh loud. And last but not least, he's the scissor-kicking enthusiast. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you David Spencer. What's up, David? How you doing? What's up, man? How you doing? It's awesome to be here. I wrote that, I wrote that down. <laughs> oh, man, look at you. <laughs> Prepared. I know. I meant to come up with more questions. I have like one question on the... I don't even have any questions written. I'll figure something out. <laughs> it's okay, man. <laughs> we, can, we can just like jam. It's cool. Yeah. I think we proved that we we're comfortable with each other in a room. We just talked for like a yeah. half an hour accidentally. Like we're like we're covering way too much. Know. Started stuff. talking about his mom. He was crying. It was real. <laughs> it's real weird. All right, tweaking the board, tweaking the board. I love podcast. I love podcasts because it, it is very loose. Yeah, it's always a loose uh, format. <laughs> and uh, yeah, anybody that wants to make a podcast, get a mixer. <laughs> Get a mixer, way better. You have you could just mix everything right away. Yeah, and when people show up, they're like, "Wow, your setup's really cool." And you're like, "Yeah, wow, I'm really I'm really good at this." <laughs> yeah, so awesome. Yeah, it's it. like the more like knobs that I don't understand that are around, <laughs> the cooler you look. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like I'm sure that does something to my voice, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to uh, Paul Franks about that about playing live. You know, a lot of these people get these loop stations and these pedals and these beats mm-hmm. things. I can't do that because if I was to mess up. Nobody forgives you for that. It's like, they'll, uh, like, what are you going to make all that stuff do, boy? (laughs) (laughs) Like, so it's more forgiving when I just have me and the guitar. It's like, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You ever see Reggie Watts do stuff? Oh, yeah. Dude, that's next. Do you know how to do that? Fuck shit stack guy? It's just, oh, yeah, and he loops. Yeah, and he'd be like, going to the garage. And it's like, going to the garage. And I'm like, and then he just keeps building on it. I'm like, in real time? Like, I guess you just have that sense of rhythm, but like, I just don't understand music. Like, I'm like, that'd be cool to make a song. And then you sit in your head for a second and you're like, oh, yeah, that's really good. Sometimes I think maybe what I should do when I make a song is do this and like record and screenshot everything. And record it and be like, all right, today we're going to make a song, ladies and gentlemen. And then it'll force me to like, you put know, something honestly, down. that would be, I would listen to that, even though, like, like, obviously I don't make music, but like, that's just cool to listen to for people. Like, you know, because uh, I think the more people learn about things that they think is really interesting in the first place, of things they don't understand, yeah. it's like fun to hear people kind of create things. It's like, oh, that's how you make that. Like, even though, like, I, I know that sometimes I'll, I'll think about making like, videos about how to make like characters and stuff and i feel like it takes away the magic but it doesn't it kind of gets people excited about like the way you draw well i think yeah i think there's like the artist or the musician and anybody it's like you could tap it like when they see these guys with the real deep memory like the savants Mm -hmm. things like that like there maybe we could tap into the brain to figure out how to teach things to people real easy and we could just be like boom now you know like oh it was so easy it's just a a barrier they had in their brain they couldn't they couldn't play the guitar or they couldn't 
do the drums or yeah. something or well, draw. I watch people. I watch people do like uh, painting and stuff online. It's like really cool to kind of watch them build, and it gives me an idea of like how to do things that like maybe I'm not great at. Because like, the way I draw is like you know I draw children's art, so it's a lot of it's children's art. So it is. It can kind of be flat sometimes. I don't, you know, I tend to dig in and things like that. But, uh, you know, some people do like hyper realistic stuff and things like that. And to watch people do that stuff is really interesting because I'm like, oh, that's how you do that. Or just like when uh, there's a cool thing that happens when you when you paint and uh, everything looks very flat. And then you add like a quick highlight and if you know exactly where to put it, you're like, it all of a sudden becomes like a boom, you know, you probably see it in like Bob Ross when he just like throws yeah. a thing on it. It'll just be like, and then we'll put the highlight on it. And then immediately it looks what, like a what, photo what? of a mountain. You're yeah. Like, and you're like, God, that's it, water. Here's water. And you, yeah. okay, it's water. And you're like, Oh God, that's, this guy's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And then you just beat the living devil out of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you just beat up your painting for half an hour. <laughs> you have a cool haircut and that's all you need to be an artist. Yeah. So, uh, today, it's super special. I didn't tell anybody you were coming. I think maybe I told one person. Ooh. <laughs> but I was like, I wanted it to be a surprise because uh, you know a lot of the same people I know. Yeah, yeah. And you're you're beloved. Art, you know, so many, everybody loves you, dude. So, uh, so I was like, dude, you were, you were like, I'd like to do something like that. And I'm like, oh fuck yeah, because I don't. I feel weird asking people sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Because you're like, I mean, like you gotta. Uh, you probably think in a way, you know, like, oh, I'm taking up the time, whatever. But yeah. like, everybody loves talking and jamming, especially in this sense where you can kind of, you're having a conversation, but you also put it out there in the world and stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just another avenue to kind of talk. Talking in this way is so cool because you, like, you're almost like locked in. I can't be on my phone. I mean, if I could, I'd be a dick move. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, I, you, know, you just can't do these other Super things. Loose. I, I kind of have to, like, I can hear you in my head. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking to you. I'm looking you in the eye. Um, so there's like this conversation. It's almost like I wish we could do this like regular. It's like, hey, come over and hang out. I'll put headphones on. We're not recording it, but we're going to talk about the facts of life for about half an hour. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I think about this podcast. I always think it's really funny. Uh, when I listen to it, it's like the most vermilion podcast. I, obviously there's people from vermilion, yeah. but it was like this, the people you have, I'm like, Oh my God. I, like you had Graham on and I was like, Graham. I love yeah. Graham. It's so funny. Vermilion uh, people. I know. It's just like the conversations that you guys have are like, they're so reminiscent and like, I can't handle those conversations anymore. Cause I don't really know those kind of people anymore. It's just like, talk about really weird stuff. Right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's the best, um, but yeah, I, was, I, I I think that's I really dig that about your podcast. Yeah, uh, it's I always have to kind of remind people that it's based in Vermilion, <laughs> and it's uh, and that's another thing. If I'm getting another guest on, I want them to understand. I mean, it's they're like, well, it's real local. I don't know any of these people. It's like, well, I'm kind of I kind of want to get people on my side, and and then expand from there, and yeah. you know, get people from different cities and and things like that. And that's another thing. It's hard to get somebody on the show. Because they'll be like, oh, you only have 123 subscribers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I mean, like, the way the internet works, it's like, at some point, somebody will see your backlog, you know, after, like, 300 episodes or whatever, and you're like, you know, <laughs> and they'll yeah. be like, oh, let's go back to the first episode. Uh, even if it's, you know, somebody random who they don't know. Right. Um, they'll at least like the format. Or see how you, where you came from, where you're going, stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah, and I'm, I'm a, and there's, like, a, they'll do, like, the best, uh, like, YouTube will put up the most popular videos, ones with the most views, and... A lot of and, and I'm like, well, I could have these guests on again, and <laughs> I don't know, I don't know how to do it. <laughs> Who knows? I'm not trying to. I don't want to use people for views, but it's yeah, like, no, yeah, no. But if that's what people want to see, you know, yeah, if people want to see it, and plus, like, you know, it's interesting to hear those people. You kind of you want to get in people's brains about certain things. Like, oh, I wonder what that person thinks about this. Uh, you know, depending on how the, the conversation goes, you can learn a lot about somebody um, doing that kind of stuff. So, I mean, like, oh yeah, you know. <laughs> you hang out with somebody and you find out like little tidbits like you're into what? <laughs> right. Like I remember I was hanging out uh we were at a campfire 
We, we always go to this October uh, Halloween thing um, for camping. I, by the way, I hate camping. I hate camping so much. <laughs> I get dragged to it because my wife really likes, likes camping. So that means I have to go. Well, you're, you're a father like. and a husband now. So it's oh. like uh, me. Uh, it, it's you got to bring the bottle of booze. Uh, well, that was the thing. Okay, so when I first started, when me and my wife first started dating, uh, she loved. She loved camping, and I was like, I love camping too, because yeah. I, I camped in Vermilion style, which is you go to somebody's backyard and you set just, up a tent. Yeah, and I used to have these speakers that I literally I had an LTD station wagon, some favorite car, <laughs> and I took actual like uh like house speakers, like the long big box ones, and I pulled them out of my car, wired them to the inside, and I would just blast music all night, and that's what we do. We pulled somebody's house, I'd open the trunk, pull the sp- speaker box out, I start my car every like half hours, make sure the battery didn't die, uh, and we just blast music, drink beers, and then I'd sleep in my car in the night. And then I would go home And uh, I met my wife And she's like Let's go camping I was like I love camping That's awesome And then she's like "All right, let's pack All this stuff And I'm like What are you doing And she's like No you gotta gotta bring All this stuff And I was like You don't need any We just need the speakers (laughs) And the beer And she's like No we need a tent We need uh, We need supplies For three days And all this stuff And I'm like I, I, and then I was just like Oh we we camp much different (laughs) Yeah Oh where's it going with this Oh yeah So I was I was talking to this guy we're, we're, we're bullshit and then we're just hanging out. And, uh, all of a sudden he's just like, I was like, Oh, what's something that you're into? And he's like, I don't know. I just, sometimes I, I'm into weird stuff like aliens and stuff like that. And I was like, Oh dude, we're about to be up till three in the yeah. morning. <laughs> so we started jamming for like ever. And then he was like, I'm going to let you go to bed. I had to go to work in the morning at like six. Uh, I, the way it worked out, I still had to go to work, uh, while camping, which was awesome. Not really. Um, <laughs> And she was like, you have to go to bed, don't you? I was like, oh, I don't really sleep that much anyway. You're fine. <laughs> yeah, I uh, uh, won't camp at Putin bay anymore. <laughs> really? Why not? Uh, I actually like camping at Putin bay It's just, uh, it's, a- I, it's too, too, there's too many fathers trying to connect with their kids in the tent <laughs> right next to us. <laughs> but uh, it was, uh, yeah, there was some foreigner that told us to quiet down, like, shut up, we're trying to sleep. It's like, oh, yeah. We... I can't be up at 3 a.m. Uh, yeah, we usually go back to the campsite when we are wiped for the night. I mean, we were just like, yeah. and like hit the ground. We actually, uh, we we just went there this summer at camp. It was like, it was like our honeymoon. And we're just like, nah. or not honeymoon, sorry. We've been married forever. <laughs> it was like our anniversary. Yeah. yeah. So it was. So, but we ended up bringing friends with us because we're like, we see each other all the time. We don't need to hang out together alone. So we're like, you guys want to come to our anniversary put in bay thing? They're like, yeah. Um, so we went there and uh, uh, what was it? Uh, oh, because we, we did our bachelor bachelorette party at put bay so it was kind of like a hey let's go back to the place and uh it, next to us was this rv that was like literally was on hyd- like hydraulics it was like and i was like what is this and it had this guy's face on the side of it he was like a realtor or something i was like how much money did that thing take to just get over here and the guy came out like it was the guy on the side of the van which was like super weird he's like hey if you guys need some of this wood you can have it and we're like all right cool um, but, but we actually almost got arrested on our bachelor bachelorette party for us, like skinny dipping in the water. Oh yeah. And, um, we lost all our, st- like I was out, I was going to, I'm going to swim out to the buoy and I swam out to the buoy. And then, uh, I see the cop like come out of nowhere and I, but like I'm far enough away they couldn't see me. So I just kind of waited in the water for a while. They f- ended up leaving and I like went back to the campsite, like naked, <laughs> and, like, <laughs> grabbed my wife. How long was the, the walk 
naked. Oh, it was wild. And by the way, there's no lights in that campground. So like, you didn't take your clothes <laughs> off at the beach or at no, the I water? No, I did. I did. And then I went into the water. Yeah. But then so I, I walked back to our campsite and I grabbed the first shorts I could find, which was my wife's capris. And I put them on and she was pissed at me because she was like, those are the only ones I had and they're wet now. Um, but they ended up bringing my wife and all my friends back to the campsite. And the guy was like, hey, you remember me? And it ended up being somebody I knew from Vermillion, which is the only reason why we didn't all get arrested. Um, so I was just, he was like, I found your wallet too. I was like, cool. Dude. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, but yeah, we always get wrecked at Putin Bay. It's always a good time. <laughs> yeah, I I just took a bit. I, I was there too many times. I think that's what it is. I've been there so many times, and they had to play there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you probably witnessed did. debauchery and <laughs> the worst. No, it's just everybody turns into animals. But anyway, I uh, at any rate, I mainly it's just the last incident I had there. I got basically attacked oh. and beaten to a pulp. Oh man, well, yeah, yeah. That, that'll do it for you, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, the, the circumstances were there for, like, I couldn't blame him. But at the same time, did you have to keep hitting me when I was <laughs> knocked out, unconscious? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, the only the worst thing I've ever had to happen there is somebody took a shit on the dance floor <laughs> at, oh. at a level two, number two level. Oh, two. that's where you take it to the next level. Yeah. <laughs> that guy really amped it up. It was, it was so funny. Because we're all sitting there. We all kind of noticed it at the same time. It was like, does it smell like shit in here? And then was, and then you just see the crowd go like, there it is. like split, and then and then <laughs> everybody like left. I mean, like everybody was like peace, and then uh, I mean the the stairwell was like crowded. Everybody's like get out of here. I mean, it was like there was a zombie outbreak in there, which is right. like terrible. Sounds like a, like a always sunny episode or Yo, something. <laughs> Yeah, it was great though because the game was like, uh, "Why'd you? Oh, you guys are back." We're like, "Yeah, somebody shit on the dance floor." <laughs> and then we always like declare, "Is like, is this gonna be a shit on the dance floor kind of night?" <laughs> you know? Yeah, oh, it was a good. It was a good time. I mean, it was one of those nights where we pregame so hard we didn't need to drink for two bars. You know, because we're just like, we're good, man. We're just right. here. And because uh, that's the good thing about the. Um, the campground. Well, the one good thing is the campground is you just go one night. You don't have to go two nights. Or if you, if you go two nights, you can burn the second night because it doesn't matter. It's just so much money. You know, you go out there, you spend like five grand. And you're like, fuck. Oh, um, yeah. I told people, somebody was like, I want to go to Vegas. I'm like, he's like, uh, not even 21 yet. <laughs> Some new guy I work with. And I'm like, have you been to Putin Bay? He's like, no, not yet. I was like, dude, you should try that first. Yeah, soft baby steps. <laughs> yeah. the, the thing about Vegas is you like forget what time it is. Yeah. Like, we stayed up. A whole night once. Accident like not even like, we're gonna do this. It was just yeah. kinda like, oh, it's eight AM. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, we were the way we did Vegas thing, we were there for five days, which is too long. <laughs> oh yeah. You need three days. Three days max. Max. Yeah. <laughs> uh and just one or two one hotel. Um in in the strip. Uh <laughs> unless you want like old Vegas and you want to take an Uber out to the strip. Oh yeah. But uh that's fun though thing is yeah i like old vegas uh it's real fun yeah. fremont street oh yeah it's a good time yeah uh, that's more my style because it's the people my oh, yeah. people with the so same amount of money in their <laughs> bank account as me <laughs> yeah yeah exactly but uh uh it was like uh we booked a different hotel for each night and the thing we forgot is that you got to be out of there by like 11 a.m oh, i didn't know that yeah, so they could clean it up and get it ready oh. for the next people that are wanting that to book sense. it, right? Because it's just for a night, and you're out all night. So it's like we had nowhere to sleep. <laughs> we had to go to the next hotel if we were 
Oh my god! Drug out, or we slept for like two hours, and we're like, okay, we gotta Ugh. get up and go to our next spot. Oh jeez! I mean, my, 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 oh, this is a funny. I don't know if I, I shouldn't tell the story. It's not my story to tell. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, <laughs> it's it, whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> I heard they're switching the the motto to "Whatever happens in Vegas only happens in Vegas." <laughs> oh, that yeah, they're, they're trying to change it up now for the newer generation. Oh man, yeah, it's it's a good, it's a really good time. But yeah, you don't need any more than three days because there was a point where I was. Just I did. I woke up uh, for the bachelor party we went to. I we did three days, and I never. I was never hungover. I was just like, "What is happening?" It was weird. I've Me neither. I consumed my weight yeah. in alcohol, and I'm just like the next day, like eight a.m. Like, look, 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 look. Like, it was a weird altitude or the the air pressure. I don't know. I don't know what it is. We even had like this. We did a metal pregame hour, which was like my favorite thing we've ever done, where we just pounded whiskey and then like <laughs> uh, we played like the metal heavy- pregame, dude. And we were just jumping on the, the, the dude. Like, I got a party with you, man. Dude, it was so fun. Skinny dipping. I mean, I don't want not to see you naked but dude it's fun (laughs) i've never skinny dipped before in my life i never metal pre-gamed which is pretty funny dude you got a metal pre-game the first time i heard pre-game was i was 21 and i was working these people i work with were like come on we're going to the whiskey ranch um (laughs) but come over here first because we're we're pre-gaming i'm like i don't really get into sports (laughs) yeah they just i just hear like i was on speakerphone over there and i just hear like laughing everywhere (laughs) This guy, this guy, oh my god, what an asshole! (laughs) You're like, no, no, but yeah, uh, this is the fun box podcast today. (laughs) You uh, obviously, everybody can see an easel or yeah, a blank piece of uh, of uh, paper. Yeah, paper. It's you paper. got it right. It's Bristol paper. Board. If you want to get specific, <laughs> yeah, it's paper. It's, it's smashed threading. together. It's smashed together trees. It's yes. all paper. <laughs> nice. nice. Pulp. It's pulp. It's pulped paper. Thank you. <laughs> Thin middle grade. Um, but yeah, well, I don't know. Whatever comes to mind, he's gonna draw something, right? Yeah, I'll draw, I'll draw you a little something. Uh, you know, I was just kind of jamming. I didn't know when to kind of go into the drawing part of it, but uh, obviously, like, if you're just listening to this... Uh, I don't know how long it's going to take. That's yeah, why I mean... Yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll just kind of jam out some stuff. I'll probably just draw something simple. Uh, like, I'll draw... You know, I have a... If you guys don't know this, listening to it, uh, I'm actually a children's book illustrator. I did a book called The Epic Adventures, Epic Adventures of Huggy and Stick uh, with Drew DeWalt. And Drew DeWalt did things like uh, The Day the Crayons Quit, Rock, Paper, Scissors, and stuff like that. So, uh, he's like... Pretty good. and like he did a Star Wars book and things like that. Um, so I was blessed with this really cool opportunity to be like, "Hey, do you want to do his book, like his next book?" And I was like, "Me?" <laughs> so yeah. I mean, it was my first book, like right out of the gate, I got to do with Penguin. Uh, so these two silly characters that I basically made up from like uh, just his writing. I didn't have any kind of like. Uh, the, the cool thing about when you do children's books that people probably don't know is, um, as the illustrator, I was to- I mean, at least in my situation, I was totally able to go from front from start to finish. Uh, I had approval, everything for like the designs of the characters, which I thought I would be a little more like, uh, no, we don't like that. You know, we were thinking this, it was literally like, this is what I got. And I really like it. And they're like, we love it too. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> and so it was, it was so lax. Like you would just think like a bigger company like Penguin would be more like strong arming you. Like you really need to get, you know, give us like 60 designs by Monday. It was like, literally like, cool. We like that a lot. Maybe change right. it to blue. It was just, that was the biggest note I had. And I was like, okay, I like that. <laughs> so, um, and then the pretty people I worked with were really cool. But uh, yeah, I figured I'd draw Huggy and Stick, um, you know, because they're fun characters to draw. And I could kind of draw them with my eyes closed because I, you know, kind of always draw them inside of books and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, if you guys ever like pick up a copy of like, Epic Adventures of Huggy and Stick and you live in like the Cleveland area, I would more than, I would be more than welcome to like sign your book or whatever because it's like super, still like 
ultra fun for me. I don't think it yeah. would ever get unfun. Like it's just be, like people being like, "Oh, I love this book," or yeah, um, just hearing people read it, hearing little kids like respond to it. I know what book. I know what. There's this page in there uh, in one of the books. It's like. Um, they go, they go on this adventure and he falls out of a kangaroo and the stick ends up catching him on his butt so he like sticks actually like up his butt accidentally and he's <laughs> and he goes he's like there's a stick up my butt i hate my life and it's like the kid's like favorite it's funny because it's like one of those dividing pages where yeah. parents are either like oh, what is happening <laughs> what is happening or like this is the reason why i picked this book up this page is hilarious because kids like lose their mind well obviously it's too like Toy Story. I watched uh, Toy Story three for the first time. Oh my god, that's uh, so magical! Oh man, <laughs> so magical. I watched it. And I'm like, this is for everybody, yeah. like that, all like of all ages. Oh it, yeah, like, transcends like generations. I'm like, they you almost have to do that. Like, wh- what are you gonna do? Watch you you can't relate to Barney or know. you know it's things like, like that. Every, everybody had a, uh, like a toy at some point that they like coveted or they took everywhere or you know like we all had that thought of like what if these guys are alive when I'm not here. And that scene where they're in the trash compactor. Yeah. I actually thought they were going to die. Like, I, I I I lost all ability to remember that like there's no way they would end a children's franchise with the mean characters getting burned up. I did, what got me is not the fact that I thought they were going to die because I knew something would happen, but what the attitude of the toys were mm-hmm. was just, was mortality, uh, be, yeah. being knowing that it was time to go. Yeah, it was their end. Holding hands and be like, let's right, just do like this. Like human man. beings, you know? Just, I'm getting a little joked up. <laughs> yeah. It's such a powerful scene. They yeah. all just kind of like look at each other, grab hands, and they're like, let's do this, man. Yeah. This is how it ends. And I'm She's like, like, what are we going to do? How, what are we going to do? And they just look at each other like, this is what we're doing. I know. And I was just like, oh, my God. I love this movie so much. Yeah, it was so powerful. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, at the very end when they kind of just go, like, good, you know, see you part. I haven't even seen the fourth one, but, like, I, I was kind of upset they made a fourth one because it ended just, like, I didn't even see it, the fourth one, but it yeah, might be good. Yeah, 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 oh, what's yeah. that? <laughs> Turning off Wait, this furnace. There we go. Oh, sorry. You can probably hear in the background. I don't know. There we go. <laughs> All right, yeah, but uh, at the end when they're just kind of like, you know, see you later, and I was just like, oh, that's such a perfect ending of this, like, trilogy of just, that we've pretty much grown up with. Like, yeah. we were introduced to uh, computer animation, like with Toy Story, like yeah. those kinds of movies. Like before that, it was you know like uh, just everything was animated. You know, yeah, really good animation. Hand. You know how like rendering and stuff goes, and they it still takes a long time for some people to upload it. You know, mm-hmm. render it to like a file, a certain file, oh, right? Yeah. And back then, I couldn't imagine how long it was taken <laughs> to do that. Days, just day. I mean, like even with the because uh, I, I just know how that you just kind of process it and it just has like I've tried to do video and just with like with a brand new computer ready to go and it still took forever just to like yeah. and you know I mean video it's just it's this monster of gigabytes just taking it from you right okay this is gonna go forever so. yeah I was eventually um, gonna get to definitely your uh your books. Uh, oh, I didn't mean to jump the gun. <laughs> no, that's cool. That's cool. I definitely know about those books. Those are, uh, it's very, very, uh, very, like, admirable. It's very, um, it's interesting. You're the only person I know that has something like that going on. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's, it's the thing about it, it's, um, it's super cool. Move this a little closer. I mess up the video. Um, but it's it's really cool because it's really opened up a lot of like random doors for me that I didn't really expect. Um, the biggest thing that I've been able to do with the whole thing uh, is I'm able to like talk to kids. Like I get to go to schools and like do a bunch of really cool stuff. And it is like you know when you find out that thing that really works for you really well. Um, talking to kids and drawing in front of them is like by far been 
the the most like eye opening thing of like oh this is what I should be doing because like I go in there I get to be me which is me just like screaming to children just like do you guys want to see pictures of the Avengers and they're like yeah and I'm like you want to see a picture of this and they're just like yeah you know and then uh, I do this thing where I basically like uh, I'll take two animals I'll be like give me two animals they're like a kangaroo and a you know a llama and I'm like got it and I'll smash them together and I'll make nice. like a llama kangaroo that's awesome and they're just like ah oh, that's so funny and then um, I make like monsters with them like made out of I'll just like I'll bring two kids up to like work with me and I'll be like. Are we doing a monster? And I was like, "What are their arms made of?" And they're like, "Spaghetti." And then uh, they're like, "What are their feet?" They're like, "Tank wheels." And like, so I get to do that in real time with them and draw That's it cool. out. And they just like lose their mind, dude. Know? I would have lost my mind. Dude, I was all about the art. I, just, I stopped drawing and like. After high school, I kind of just dropped off. I did the same thing. Uh, when I was in high school, uh, I used to draw, like, all the time. And then I think around, like, uh, 15 or 16, you know, you get friends and stuff. You finally, like, get out of your little box. And yeah. then, uh, you know, I just stopped, I stopped drawing altogether. You know, I would draw, like, here and there um, just to kind of fill time. But, like, literally when I was a kid, my teacher would be like, hey, could you stop drawing all of your homework? Like, I can't grade your homework. <laughs> There's no room to write any of the comments. And right. I'm like, oh, sorry, sorry. So, um, so, I, uh, so that was my, like, entire life. And then... Um, what did I do? Uh, I just, but I had friends and stuff and I was like, oh, this is what I'm doing now. And then I just totally dropped off and I even went to art school. Like, but even before that, I was just like, I don't know what am I going to do with the rest of my life? Like, I'm not super smart. So I'm not going to like do like engineering. I'm not going to like, what is my career path? Like I had no career path, you know? And there wasn't like any kind of like direction. I mean, the thing about like, you know, where we come from is just like, there's really no, like all my friends are painters, like, but not like painters, like here's this awesome Renaissance piece. It's like, no, you want your, your, your wall blue. It's green now, you know, like yeah. that kind of painting. So like, I, you know, I just didn't know, I was like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not good at painting. <laughs> like, I'm not good at like manual labor or anything like that. And I was like, I guess I can draw. So I just kind of like, just went full fledged on that. And then I know, I, I realized like once I got to school that the one thing I did have going for me, was work ethic. And, and like above everything, I, I would, if, even, even if I wasn't the best, I was the hardest working. Um, so I would just like, I would just nail that, nail that home and just do that as much as possible. That was the uh, Columbus of art and design. Columbus college of art and design, man. It was, it was, how I long, mean, uh, how long was that for that, you? It was a four year school, man. Four years. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Usually I hear that and it's like a two year thing. Yeah. Usually I mean, even Pens was it the one in Pennsylvania that yeah. I was thinking about, uh, Pittsburgh Art Institute. Yeah, I was going to go there, but then uh, I don't remember why I didn't go there, but it was only two years. But I think there's something about college. People always say, you know, like, oh, it's a waste of money, whatever. But, like, it really gives you time to, like, realize who you are and who you're going to be. Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, I needed those four years because I was kind of a slow slow learner when it came to stuff like that. And uh, so, the like, the more time I was given to kind of be like, oh, you know what, Dave? Like, maybe, like, even though I wasn't doing my best work, like, here and there, I, I finally figured it out, like, over time. Um and then, you know, like right now, I like even illustration, like I, I, I wasn't something I went for. I went for graphic design. So I was just like, you know, I don't know what to do with the illustration. So I'll just go for graphic design. And then uh, so I, I started doing that. And I, I you know, I, I do still do that. I do a lot of that. But um, illustration came in again, like just six years ago. I started drawing again because I, I had got a job that was really creative and it fed my other creativity. And I was just like, oh, I should start drawing again. And then I started drawing these like kids books and stuff. And then I, when I had my son was when I was like, oh, I should do a children's book about my son. And I think a lot of people have that idea, but they don't have the ability to kind of do the whole thing. Yeah. So I wrote this book for him and I drew this book for him. And then I tried to sell it off and it's, it's super hard. The, the, the I couldn't imagine like trying to pitch things like that to get like, I don't know, publishing or it's anything. It's, it's ultra hard. I mean, I had like a hundred rejections. I mean, like literally you just get a pile of rejections and go like, we're not going to do this. I hear that a lot with movies. They'll be like, yeah, this movie was written 
15 years ago before but, we could even oh, get it. Actually, my, my agent that I have, I, I, he was the first, I, when I, I just, you know, you, you know the, the thing about what I do is you don't know anything about it going in. You start and you go like, oh, I wonder if I should, uh, like, is my agent, or I should get an agent. How do I get an agent? I don't even know yeah, how to start. an agent. Yeah, okay. so I literally Googled children's book How pages. to get oh, and, and then okay. So I did that, and then um, the uh, there was this guy that came up, and I was like, well, I kind of want to work with a girl, because I, I kind of, I, I vibe really well with girls. Like, they just kind of, like, I grew up with women, so I was like, oh, I should, you know, like, <laughs> just, like, easier to talk to. They usually just, like, I don't you probably know this with women. They just, like, they're always kind of, like, hey, you know, like, what's going on? And you're like, ah, oh, nothing. You know, guys are kind of like. I don't know. You see the you see the game last night? <laughs> yeah. You, you see yeah. you see that? And I'm like, okay, cool. Um, so like, I was like, oh, you know, I'll 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 see if I can find. It. But I I just got rejected like across the board. And then I was like, oh, you know what? I'll try that guy that I saw the first time. And he was like, hey, he's like, maybe not this book, but I actually love really really like your art. Can I? Are you interested in being an illustrator for other people? And I was like, yeah. And then you know he you know long story short, I, he gave me this book deal. It took a little time, but, uh, I mean, it's just, it's insane the way you kind of just, I'm sure it's luck. I'm sure it, I, it was basically just like somebody pointed a finger, you know, and I was like, I like this guy. He's probably cheap. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's it, what I do with, uh, doctors. <laughs> like, yeah. Actually, I prefer the doctor with the longest name. I can't, <laughs> yeah. I can't pronounce. He's probably really good. Yeah. It looks like the Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, doctor and die. Or just I want a guy that I can't see past that accent. So when it's an American, it's like if he's like, if I have a doctor that's like, I need you to take all your clothes off except your underwear. I'm like, okay, yeah, like sure. It's not weird if you. But if it's an American, like you know, like American dad sounding dude, I need you to take all your clothes off except your underwear. Whatever, dad. What are you gonna do to me? Yeah, like is this okay? <laughs> I need but, an adult. <laughs> like I had a Dr. Sandoval growing up. He was middle, you know, uh, Indian. Yeah. So it was like so comfortable. I oh, was like yeah. so comfortable around him because it was just that accent. I just, I was like, yeah, hey, I like it. I, I, I could eat. You want to see my pee pee? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> fine and dandy with me. Oh yeah, yeah. After this episode, I'm I'm supposed to hit a button on YouTube whether or not it's for children or not. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, I got a guy that makes children videos, and I got I. So maybe I should watch my mouth. But anyway. <laughs> It's uh, it's because I I keep having to put no, you yeah, know, yeah, because yeah. the content, you know, yeah, because you you never know. I mean, uh, I would say who knows. I mean, who knows what this conversation's gonna go. I mean, there's some cursing, but it's, yeah. it's probably well. Okay. I you I usually typically the whole show in general isn't for aimed for kids. Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when it is, usually that's what you're. Like I'm not, yeah. I was talking, you know, I'm not going to talk to my kids about circumcised penises, you know, like just now. I just made it not able to be, you know. <laughs> Or, or or whatnot, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I got my, I finally got cut, man. Uh, <laughs> we were hippies. My mom was a hippie, and she just didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. But I, I kind of wanted to just fit in with the rest of everybody, so I got <laughs> finally. My dad finally wanted to get circumcised at um, he was twenty eight. Really? <laughs> he just wanted to do it. I'm like, geez. <laughs> he said he like back in the old days, like locker room shit. You were. Like everybody, I mean, it, it probably still is that way. Yeah, like just undressing in front of everybody. But he was uh, made fun of because his oh, wiener oh, yeah. was all weird and he was overweight. <laughs> and they said that he looked like he got a spear push, shoved oh in the God. back of his ass and it started poking out the front. <laughs> so if, I can only imagine this tiny pointy thing like poking out oh, in the front. Oh man, that's it's rough. It's rough growing up, man. Oh man, it's, absolutely. It's so weird. You're just like you don't know where you're at. You don't know what you're doing. I was. I can't help but reject on my kids like how they're feeling at like certain times. I'm like. You know, like uh, once they get into college, like uh, going to college or, just, or not college, like high school, just like how that jam is just, it's just a constant 
check in of like, am I doing this right? Dude, this talk about having anxiety, having anxiety in like seventh, eighth, ninth grade. Jeez. <laughs> Just like, boop, 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 boop. You're, I, I, in sixth grade, I had it so bad. I would throw up before school every oh, day. I can imagine, man. It sucked. It, yeah. I, I, uh, well, just, when I moved, I converted from Lorraine to Vermillion. And Lorraine, everybody's poor. Everybody has lunch tickets. Everybody's <laughs> yeah. like kind of like on the same page, yeah. you know? And there's no really clicks, yeah. you know? Because it's so diverse, you know? Oh, yeah. And I went to Vermillion. Nothing but white people. Oh, yeah. And it's all <laughs> clicky, too. Yeah. Oh, and they yeah. hate each other. And everybody's oh, yeah. hating on each other. I'm like, what the hell? I'm not used to this. Yeah. So I naturally uh, vibe with the, uh, the the nerdy group, I guess, and like the trailer park people. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I was pretty much with the freaks and geeks. Uh, yeah. Freaks you know, and geeks. Specifically the freaks. <laughs> uh, you know, we used part of that, that click of just like, uh, we, you know, we like Marilyn Manson and corn and stuff like that. You know, black t-shirts, whatever. And then uh, it's funny because like, I always think about like who I am like at this current moment or even when I was a kid just going, hey, how you guys doing? Like, yeah, I was just so positive all the time, but like really like this really dark music. This song's about him <laughs> being molested. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, it's just like. Did you hear faggot like, oh. by, by Corn? Yeah, yeah, and you're just like this song is awesome. And but, uh, I, I mean, it's not like a matter of being like a you know just faking it. It's just what you're into, you know. Like I said, you know, Metal Hour at, uh, in Vegas, like it's it's like in you. You're just kind of like uh, sometimes you put these like uh, you know labels on people, but like you really do. You just go like, oh, this person's you know this. They look like this. He's so got a sweater vest. Like, yeah, like they obviously don't like this kind of music. Yeah. Like, who is it? My actually my my wife's little brother. Uh, he's not really little. He's a fucking monster, but he's like he's stacked. Um, but like he's really into metal, and you never know it. Like you, you know, like uh, so he's just blonde hair, tall, good looking, stuff like that. So but he just loves metal, and you know, there's just no type. There's no yeah. type for that kind of stuff. You're just like into what. Especially you're into. nowadays, how since everybody has access to so much different stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, you could literally. I, I worked with this girl at Quaker Stick and Lube. She was the nicest, soft-spoken, <laughs> and she dated the lead singer of Corn for a little bit. No, she- I mean, not Corn, sorry. Uh, okay. Mushroom Head. I, I okay. had Corn on my mind. I was like, what? But it was uh, J-Man from Corn. I mean, I said it again, from Mushroom Head. <laughs> yeah. So Corn, right? <laughs> anyway, I'm going to get, I'm going to. Let's. Wait, I, I'm. Uh, wait, welcome to NPR. This is uh, Dave Spencer. David Spencer. Hi. Nice. To, thank you for coming on the show. <laughs> You're the class of '99. '99, man. I mean, American I, Pie generation. Oh, uh, it, it was. It was such a good time. The, the thing that I love about Vermilion. I'm in a hard time drawing and like talking because I keep these fine, really fun, really fun topics, and I'm like, oh, and I get you know, like I have to talk with my full hands. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um. But uh. So. Uh, the thing that I love about Vermilion, and I've always loved it, is I went to, I, I went to Rudy's one day, the bar here, and uh, we go into the bar, and it's just you see the sea of people you haven't seen in forever, and you're just like, oh, and they're all really nice, and you're just like, hi, how you doing? And uh, and then you go into the back room, and sometimes people are smoking pot, and you're like, hey, like, okay, Vermilion, what's yeah. going on? And my oh, my favorite, my favorite Vermilion memory, the old Prague, and we're hanging out. And uh, the and I never was really into Grateful Dead. Like it just wasn't. It never vibed with me or whatever. Me neither. I had tons of friends who were into it, uh, and I was just me like, too. okay. Like I was just like, cool. And I didn't hate him or anything. I just it just didn't hit me on the wavelength that it, that maybe it should have. And uh, so I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, this guy was on acoustic guitar, and he's playing. The other dude had bongos, and they started playing a Grateful Dead song. And the vibe there, I mean, it's different now, but I think back then it was just in the one room, and uh, that they started playing this Grateful Dead song. 
everybody started singing along. And it was the nicest moment I've ever seen. Because like the, they have the Christmas lights in there. The vibe was cool. And I was just like, I love this town so much. And you, oh, yeah. you got to, like, the bar I go to is, like, in Illyria. And I just, they're just kind of like, yeah, cool. Like, this song. It's just, the vibe wasn't there. It just felt so, like, collective. Everybody was just kind of like, whatever the song was, I couldn't even tell you. Um, but it was, ah, I love it so much. Right. <laughs> but I don't know. It's fun. What's your favorite dinosaur, man? My favorite dinosaur. Ooh. Uh, man. <laughs> it's got to be a... Uh, I really like the ones that eat plants, herbivores. Okay. The herbivores, yeah, they're the nicest ones. The nicest ones. They're like- not going to run. They, they might attack me if I'm like around their like babies or something. <laughs> yeah. But I think for the most part, they'd probably like your guitar. They'd be like, oh, yeah, like okay. this is really nice. I like, like, like this vibe. <laughs> it's really good Munch for the raw. plants. <laughs> um, I don't know the beginning opening scene of Jurassic Park where they finally see the dinosaur. Yeah. I like the Brachiosaurus. Brachiosaurus is pretty good. He's, you know, you could probably ride him. Yeah. You wouldn't even notice, really, because he's so big. He's so big, um, you climb up his neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be crazy. But. Yeah, it's a good dinosaur. It's the wrong answer, but it's the right, it's a good dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> the best dinosaur is the Ankylosaurus. Do you know which one that is? No. So it was the one that looked like a turtle, sort of, and it has, like, the big armored shell with oh, spikes okay. on the yeah. side. It's got spikes on its face, and it's got the big wompy tail. Dude, right. it's dope. <laughs> it's, like, the coolest, Dude, it's the coolest dinosaur. There's people that don't believe in dinosaurs. that they, they didn't exist that level of like i need a thing in my life yeah is absurd it's wild because i mean it's like um, um i've heard the argument for it and i'm just like i get where you're coming from i don't understand dumb. the argument that's too much work but why would you want to not believe in dinosaurs yeah it's, it's just know. like why would you not want this awesome thing that like you literally can't touch anymore to be gone like out of your life because yeah. <laughs> it's the coolest part like when i think about it every once in a while i go like there used to be dinosaurs here. Like, how cool is that? And why right? would you go like, that was fake? You know how the sun, you know, the planet essentially has to be getting bigger, right? Mm-hmm. You would think because the sun is supplying oh. energy and everything's growth. Yeah, is and growing, the matter kind of comes and in. Com- matter comes in and if it compacts, you know, we're drilling for things that yeah. it used to be a swampland and yeah. now it's coal, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like layers. So yeah, yeah, yeah. is it possible, and the oxygen level is different back then, um, that big big creatures existed yeah so maybe is do you think i don't even i don't know anything about that part of science yeah but do you think that the why, why animals were able to get so big but not only the oxygen level but the size of the earth maybe it wasn't their their gravity was the gravity well, wasn't that intense well it might be actually that's a, i mean that's a good point the, uh, uh there's a thing about goldfish if you take a regular goldfish that's in your tank and you put them and you put them as a baby into the pond they'll get huge but they they only kind of maximize the space that they're available to. Yeah. So since there's no predator of a dinosaur that's outside of a pre, uh, outside of dinosaurs, um, they were probably capable of. I mean, everything was bigger back then. Like, yeah. Uh, if you, Was- wasps, like yeah. like insects. Yeah, everything was bigger. So they had no like right now everything's kind of subdued because they're all kind of dealing with us. Um. So there's probably that. I mean, I don't really know the. Si- I also don't know the science. I'm just doing you know skeptical science <laughs> science stuff right now. I've seen some cool uh, documentaries. Yeah. I mean, me too. And it's just like uh. So I just think that there's probably a sense of like we can only get this big because we can only like if we get any bigger we're invasive. So like they, they almost like it's almost like nature knows that if they get any bigger they become like a predator and then they yeah. get dwindled down. Who knows? But um. Yeah, I don't know. There's, I mean, there's a good, there's a good argument for like, uh, you know, why they were so big, probably out there, but I, I couldn't tell you what it is. But it's, it's probably, I, I would assume it just has a lot to do with who they, who they're capable of getting, you know. Uh, right. Well, check this out. I just found out lobsters and like crabs, they don't know how big they can get or how old they can get. They've never seen one like die of old age. 
Like they don't because <laughs> no. they've caught like in Putin Bay, uh, you know, the boardwalk or whatever. Oh yeah. You could get amazing lobster bisque there. Mm-hmm. And on the wall they have something they caught in the seventeen hundreds and then they like I don't know, what do you call it when you take a crustacean whatever creature and then you preserve it? But it's it's literally like three, four feet long or something like that and big. It's terrifying. Yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> so I'm thinking maybe they get way bigger. They could get maybe on the bottom of the ocean there's like these crazy dinosaur sized lobsters oh, I or can, something. I can probably guarantee that there's giant ones at the bottom of the ocean because we've barely gone there. Yeah, like we the can't first get person it. to go there was um I think uh, what's his name from Who Made Titanic? <laughs> yeah, he might have been the first one. Cameron po- or Diaz or whatever. Yeah, definitely Cameron Diaz. <laughs> They're like, we really James, liked James Cameron. <laughs> yeah, we really liked you in the mask. <laughs> Could you go to the bottom? You of the were the ocean? hot. She, she was the hottest in the mask, <laughs> yeah. hands down. Yeah, I know for sure. I think he was. She was all of our crushes back then. Oh um, my goodness! But the, uh, what was it? Uh, do you ever hear the, in Australia? Everything in Australia is a nightmare. But like, uh, as far as animals, the, everything wants to kill you in oh, Australia. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, you ever seen their crabs? They no, have, they have this this type of lobster. A, a a a group of them is called a nightmare. Really, they look like giant spiders. The, are, is it really called a nightmare? They're called a nightmare, like a murder of crows. Yeah, a murder of crows, a nightmare of whatever these things are called. They're like it's. I, I want to say they're just like a lobster, but it's like something lobster. Um, but they're the scariest. I I was like looking through a gallery of them. I had to turn it off. I was like, this is the scariest because I I don't like spiders, but I definitely don't like. I started like imagining if one like came in the room, and I was just like, I can't like right now. Yeah. Like you see like videos of people like going to the bathroom in. Uh, Australia, and they'll like get off the toilet, and then they'll like video it, and they'll be like, like a tarant- oh, tarantula drops down because they're because they're looking for they're looking for water, you know, because it's so dry yeah. there. That's what it is. But like, I'm just like, I'm never going to Australia. I don't care how much I want to pet a koala. <laughs> I mean, obviously not right now because the saddest thing ever happened to that whole habitat. But, oh, uh, I know. I heard a lot about the koalas are so strong, oh, and you, they res- look so cuddly. And then you, when you hold one, you're like, wow, this is a solid piece of. Oh yeah muscle like just grab an on me and it could like punch me and it would hurt really bad yeah, i heard a thing about sloths because i actually and they're strong too yeah well, I, I you know you get those thoughts of like i bet i wonder if i can get a sloth because <laughs> they're so cute yeah they are. and uh so i was just like i wonder what i could do and then i found it like they're uh well first off they're really stingy so like if you ever met someone anybody has like a ferret and you go in their okay, yeah. you go in their house and you're like, why? This is the worst. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, and they don't know it. They're just like, yeah, welcome. Like, Thanks for coming. You're <laughs> yeah. like, I can't wait to you're leave. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Like, can we hang outside? I don't know. I just feel like being outside. It's Do you want cake? Winter. I don't want cake here. <laughs> yeah, I don't want anything from this house. <laughs> <laughs> so like they they smell they smell really bad. Apparently, you got to wash them like all the time or like clean out their their area. But they need like um, but they're, apparently they're uh. What is it? Their claws have like bacteria in them, so they scratch you. It's like really bad for you, yeah. like um, because of all the bacteria that's in there. They're basically just like gutting you with a <laughs> with bac- with just viruses right. and stuff. Um, but and then they just need like constant upkeep. And I was like, oh, that's such a bummer. I want a sloth so bad, especially after I saw a picture of a baby one. <laughs> I was just like, I didn't yeah, even factor they're adorable. in baby sloths. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you uh, um you uh. I uh, spied on your Facebook. Oh, that's cool. Got some information. <laughs> Ooh, some four one one. How far? You worked at Classic you? Imports. I don't know Classic what that is. Classic Imports. Oh my gosh, that was uh, so. That was an uh, an Indian run company. They were super fun to work for because it was for Spencer's Gifts. Um, so it was almost okay. like it couldn't have been the more right up my alley. On top of the fact that my name is Spencer, but like yeah, uh, we, we did. Go. But the that was the obvious one. But like the, really, it came down to like I made the glassware for like bar stuff, and I had like all the ideas. Like I was just like, what if there was a glass that like <laughs> that like 
had a shot like built into it. So like when you pushed a button, it shot the beat like the shot through the thing. And they were just, <laughs> like I would have those ideas like all the time for the glassware, or, like all this weird. Th- it was like I was designed for it. It was just, but the place was like, um, we need eighty designs by Monday. And it's Friday at 4.30. And I'm just like, oh. And it was just doing that for like six years. I was just like, I got nothing left in the tank, man. You know, yeah. you just kind of like, you run dry. And, uh, you know, th- and there was a lot there was a lot of random drama at the end there, too. So, uh, but, it, but it honestly, like, I, I did licensing there, uh, which I got to get introduced to, which was, um, if, so anytime, for anybody who doesn't know what licensing is, basically like, uh, like Sonic the Hedgehog is a license, Ghostbusters is a license, uh, things like that. So you basically take their graphics and you put them on anything from a T-shirt to yeah. you know whatever you have the the license to do that for. So we had a lot of glassware that we did stuff for. So we, you know, I specifically had Pink Floyd, Ghostbusters. Uh, what else did I have? I forget. It's been so long. Um, but just stuff like that. So, does, when you get one license, does it encompass all that artwork? Yeah, yeah. So they give you like some artwork, and then sometimes depending on the license, or they just have certain things you pick from. From uh, that license, it depends. Like uh, so, things like DC Comics. Like we had DC Comics, and we were, they they had such a big treasure trove of stuff. So you basically just grab the art, put it on a thing, you're get you're done. Uh, for things like Pac Man, they had such little amount of kind of art. You could just basically like you make stuff up. Uh, it really depended on the actual license itself, based off of what you want to do. Plus, if you had ideas, you can kind of like at least try them out. Um, so, and we got you know depending on the trend and stuff, you kind of work on that. Um, but it was really cool because I got to go to Vegas and, I, and again finding out things that I was really good at. I was really good at talking to licensors, um, which I didn't know. You know, just that you assume that like you go to these like head honchos, like you go to Adventure Time and you talk to the people from Adventure Time. And I was really good at just being like, hey, you know, like I w- just being real chill in the meeting and being like, hey, you know, whatever, and then uh, not getting like bogged down by who I'm talking to at any right. time. And like talking to wrestlers and stuff like that, and <laughs> just being like, "Oh, this is cool," um, but like I was really good at like kind of selling or at least making it seem like we knew what we were doing. <laughs> right. So that was it. Was really fun to kind of learn that little skill that I had. Uh, but it was, I mean, it was a ton of fun just kind of jamming uh, with with that. But it was kind of a bummer that I was. I was just like, I gotta get out of here. It was too much. Right. Um, you know. So I mean, I, which was actually you never knew it, but it was like a blessing. You finally figured out that I was like, oh, maybe I'll move on because I move it, on to Mobius Gray. Oh yeah, oh Mobius Gray. Yeah, actually, well, I did design in Cleveland for a little bit. Uh, the thing about designing is like it's I kind of I like I like it. It's what I do for a living, sort of. But I get a little bored by it because it's so client based. You know, you do like oh, I want a logo, and it's so like there. Like you kind of like front to back, like it's got to be theirs. You know, like I can't. Yeah. I really can't put my total spin on it. The cool thing about when I do, I do commissions and stuff for people. I do their like family photos, but like usually they're really cool. Have you ever created something that, like, say, like you're a ghostwriter and you mm-hmm. say you write something and you're like, wow, that's good, and nobody will know that it's yours because that it's yeah. given to that. Yeah, yeah. Person, have you ever done any artwork like that that you can't uh, that you never got credit for? But, guess, but that l- you were like, this is awesome. I guess this luckily, is my idea and. No, nobody will ever know, but I did get my paycheck. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, honestly, like, uh, the cool thing about it, I guess the things that I do is people want me to put my name on it. Stuff that, That's like, awesome. Stuff that I don't yeah. even, like, think that, because, uh, like, I just did, I did a six-class set for uh, a podcast called Astonishing Legends, and they do a lot of, like, paranormal stuff and things like that, and I did a six-class set for them, so I did one for Skinwalker Ranch, uh, Yeti, um, just, like, their main episodes, like, Krampus and things like that, and uh, I just did the art, and they're like, oh, put your name on it, and I was like, oh, cool, you know, whatever, <laughs> I didn't expect to do that, but because uh, it's it's so specific to the show. But I've almost become like, like an integral part to the show for creating art. Um, I've done like their a lot of their Facebook stuff. It started with me just like putting art up on their like Facebook page and been like, 
like, hey, I, d- I did some, like, fan art of, like, the two guys from the show with, like, a bunch of, like, inner stuff that only people who know the show would, would understand. And uh, by the end of the day that day, I was talking to the, one of the hosts, and I was just like, this is awesome! <laughs> you know? Uh, awesome. I mean, there's such a, it was such a good podcast, but um, there is such a good podcast. Uh, so, um, but yeah, I just kind of became part of that, and but I've been very lucky if people just, like, they want me to be part of that, you know, because cool. I mean, I, mean I, have a na- I have a little bit of a name recognition as much as I have, uh, you know, that people kind of want want to see like the thing that I do and they want to kind of be like, oh, and this was done by this guy. Right. And even more so now that I'm like a children's book ar- 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 like artist that they can. You got a catchy name to too. You definitely have a name <laughs> that David Spencer sounds like a guy that's, uh, it already sounds like a character. It sounds oh, like really? a comic <laughs> character. It's David Spencer. Oh, yeah. I guess I, I never really think about You know, you have your own name, so you, you probably don't even think about Rob Webb at all. Yeah. You're just kind of like, Rob Webb, it's just my name it's forever. My name. And yep. Yeah, I don't think about my name like that like in any way, but uh, yeah, I guess it could be. <laughs> Spencer. Yeah. yeah, Spencer for Hire. I mean, that was my entire life. <laughs> Spencer right? for Hire. I was like, I get it. That's good. Um, you worked at Red Robin. Red Robin for probably way too long. Yeah? How <laughs> like, long? Probably like 10 years. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, wow. it was like my first... Real, Were you a server? I was a server for like a really long time. I worked there. Uh, actually, that's my. I, went, I met my wife at the Red Robin in Illyria, which isn't even there anymore. Yeah. Um, so actually, I took her uh, for one of our anniversaries. I took her to the parking lot that used to be the Red Robin. Yeah. And like I stood, it was like, it's a key bank now. And I was like, where yeah. are we at right now? And she's like, at the old Red Robin. I was like, isn't this nice? And she's like, <laughs> like yeah, uh, this is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is nice, right? <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. But, I mean, like, it was fun. There's a lot of girls out there that just love and eat that up, man. <laughs> it's, my, my wife is a very specific kind. She's like, this is stupid. We're not doing this. Which yeah. is why I like her, because she's, yeah. she's the kind of girl, like, she's one of the guys, you know, in a way, which, yeah. I, which I dig. You know, she'll... Dude, Maggie has a more sick sense of humor than I do. <laughs> I think that's where I'm getting it from, because she's so, like ruthless like yeah. with her humor and I'm like what sometimes <laughs> she'll hit hit on these notes that I don't I'm not even thinking of when somebody says something then she'll be like the, that's what Disha's mentality <laughs> she's like digs like, she's just a gutter brain yeah dude, I and love I'm it like, though you know honestly like I think that's, that's what's kept us together like a lot because if she was just kind of like a stick in the mud right. or like uh, you know or just was like oh yeah I loved everything you did it's like yeah, okay I know well, that is the one thing I really really like about her that is you know like also it, it sucks because you just want her to like everything but like she will tell you if she doesn't like something yeah and uh, you need a person like that in your life you to do. be like like yeah. if like uh, I mean I don't know if Maggie does this, but if, let's say you're doing the podcast and she uh, she'd be like, "That oh, wasn't really a good one you did this year." I, I remember I listened to an episode where she said she started writing notes out yeah. for you. Yeah, she was like, yeah. "You don't like you need to be more organized." And I was like, "That's you need that. You need people yeah. to kind of like wrangle you in to kind of understand it." And like, I'll if she says she likes something, I it like means more because yeah, she's like, absolutely. "I really like that one." Yeah. And I'm like, "All right, Hell like yeah." I, I did the family portrait for her once, and. um I was like, I did the family portrait, you know, because and she was like, finally, because I do yeah. them like all the time, and I've never done one of ours, and uh, and then she was like, I gave it for like a smaller size, and she was like, oh, can I get like the bigger size? And I was like, oh, cool, you like it enough to get the bigger size, <laughs> you know? So I mean, it, it really does like it means something to like have these people in your life that can kind of not your no men, but your people to kind of quality check your life. Yeah. Um, because uh, I remember I was doing um, I, I got the, I got a new iPad Pro, and um, I'm doing my line art and stuff like that, and it wasn't as like uh. Like sketchy as I normally do, and uh, because of the way it kind of like reacts to you, it, it makes a more smooth line. And my wife was like, "You need to like throttle this back a little bit because you're losing a lot of your character in your in your line art." And I was like, "Oh!" And then I wasn't even thinking about it because I was. You draw this line that's kind of squiggly, and if you hold it, 
it straightens it out for you. It like oh, wow. it smooths it for you. Yeah. And so you're losing everything that kind of made your art yours. Yeah. And um, I remember I even did like a, a character design thing like for this guy, but I tightened it up like real good because like I thought he would want it real tight. And he was like, I feel like he's like this seems different than your other art. And I was like, Oh, I did it on my iPad Pro. And he's like, Yeah, don't do that. And I'm like, Okay, cool. <laughs> don't so do I, that. Yeah. So I did it. In my, I did it by hand. And he was like, These are awesome. These are exactly what I wanted. So uh, that that's the other thing that sucks about. Or it's one thing that sucks about um, the way you know. Like I do art, it's so specific and like it has like a character to it that like, and the longer you do it, the more you get in your head about it. It's like when you first start, you just like you're just throwing stuff at the wall, so you don't know where you're going with it. Yeah. And then like uh, if if you like veer to the, you don't know where you're veering at all. You're just kind of like this is how I draw. You know, like I'll, I'll draw the way I draw, and people really like it and they'll respond to it. And then if you start doing something different and you don't know you're doing it different, you're just doing it. And, uh, like, you won't know that you're doing something different than you've always done. You're just kind of like, oh, no, I just, like, I used to draw a pencil. Now I draw, I do ink art or whatever. Right. And uh, and then you get in your head, like, am I doing the wrong thing? Is everyone going to hate my art now because I'm doing it differently? And it's, uh, the biggest thing about being creative is that you're always just kind of, like, trying to figure out where you're at because you always just end up where you end up. You, yeah. you write a song the way you're going to write a song. It's yeah. going to, you know, it, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. Um, so when you, if you write a song that's like maybe not in your wheelhouse, but you don't know it because you're just like, oh, it's just, I was really feeling this song about balloons today, man. Yeah. And they're like, you don't write songs about balloons, man. Be like, well, yeah, but like today I do. <laughs> they're yeah. like, yeah, but like that's not Goo Goo, Goo, Goo Dolls did. <laughs> it's true. It's a black balloon or something. Yeah, yeah. Song? Black balloon makes you fly. <laughs> yeah. Dude, uh, when you were working at Red Robin doing a uh, uh, serving, if, it, I, I did it for three years at Quaker Second Lube in Sheffield. Oh, yeah. And I, I had to quit. Well, I, I ended up getting fired, and I'm glad. <laughs> there was a moment on the brickyard. It's the outside patio bar oh, at yeah. the smoking bar, and they uh, a lot of it was a Sunday, and I got sat like five tables at once, and each table <laughs> had like seven plus uh, bikers. And um, I know this. I needed so help, much. and it was just I, I I may have flaked out on work and was late a few times before that. Whatever. <laughs> But any, not la- that late, like fifteen minutes. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, is it, it's it, like it's just uh, the thing about it is I was always I wasn't really great at serving because I didn't have a great memory and I di- I didn't have that thing that I think some servers have. Yeah. Where they, they're just like, what do you want there, honey? And I'm just kind of like, hey there. Some people thought I was really good, and when I when I did a good job, I did a great job. But the thing about it, I had to quit because. Well, I had to, I got fired, and I'm glad I got fired. But I probably would have quit anyway because yeah. it got to a point where I was prejudging people because I relied on tips so much. Oh yeah, yeah. So I and I resented people that if I didn't get a tip, you know, <laughs> and I hated that feeling that I would get and like how I'd look at a table and be like, "Yup, this is what they're gonna do," and I'd almost be right like most of the time. Oh yeah, yeah. You're like three dollars, four dollars. You know, yeah. it, it sucks. We almost like you have this like uh, rate of people. Like, it's kind of the. I, I never did that because I didn't really care how much I made. Like I was obviously very poor at that time, and but like uh, you know you just. Like I, but I just don't care about anything because I was just like, oh, okay, cool. I made a hundred dollars tonight, cool. And then somebody's like, I made three hundred dollars. I'm like, oh, that sounds better. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> that <laughs> sounds better. Yeah. So like, I just kind of like you just kind of ride the wave and do whatever. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's it was it's one of those things that sucks because you, you. I always kind of think like uh, when I do my commissions and stuff, I'm like, I could have made this serving like one night real quick. Yeah. Um, but I also get to do something that is. Um, that is more meaningful as far as art goes, you know, and things like that, you know, because it depends on. When I charge for, I always get real. When people are like, "How much is that going to cost?" I always get so much anxiety about how much I'm like charging them. Because first off, I know that they're doing it because they want something special. Because usually it's like a, "Hey, you know, my my 
dad's uh, my dad passed away and we want to do this thing for for him to kind of commemorate him could you do a piece of art that has my dad but like all of our family and stuff and I'm like cool that'll be you know this much money you know I feel bad being like hey you know that's a really sweet memory you're gonna pay for it you know like it's, yeah. it's sad that I have to do that but like at the same time like you're taking away from things that I'm gonna try to do creatively and I kind of like I do this for a living it's kind of a thing um, so it, it's it's a bummer that I have to charge for it but it also like it just kind of has and I hope that they understand that <laughs> but I constantly get in my head about it you know like especially if it's for like a little kid's birthday or something like that and especially if they say they can't afford it <laughs> I'm just oh. like oh well we can work something out oh and, right <laughs> you know, I uh I hope that was uh, gonna be people car blanche to be like, oh, my son is dying. <laughs> yeah, I uh, yeah, it's I feel that's so much responsibility when you do things like that for people, or if it's something a one-time thing that they need and they need you for it. Mm-hmm. I'm always willing to help, but at the same time, it's like I wish you didn't ask me because I don't want to screw it up. Yeah, I'll do it, but I'm now that anxiety. <laughs> I'm a I'm an I, anxious person. I'm gonna screw. I, I'm so afraid I'm gonna screw it up. Uh, yeah, you know? I don't know if I'm cocky or if I whatever, but like I always have a sense, or I've just been doing this long enough. I know that eventually, like I always have this moment in the middle of when I'm doing a piece of art where I don't know where it, I don't know what it's gonna be. I've never. I like this one girl gave me a commission once where she was like, okay, she's like, um, so it's me and my husband, our little girl. Uh, and she's like, we went to B, we went to BW, uh, we came from Florida, we, I, we love tacos. Uh, she's just rattling all this stuff, and I'm like, how am I going to put that in a drawing and make that make sense? Like, yeah. And I literally was trying to figure out the puzzle for, like, ever. And it was like, I mean, it was even more stuff than that. There was, like, a ton of stuff. And I was like, how am I going to do it? And my, and my wife was like, she told me you don't need to put all that stuff in there. I was like, no, no, no. I'm going to figure this out, how to put all this stuff in there and now make it totally the most random thing in the world. And what I ended up figuring out was that I could put them on the ground. Like, so it was like an upshot. So think of like a drone, like hovering above them and they're like laying on the ground, kind of in a semicircle, their heads together. And then I, in chalk, I drew all those things around them, like as like little shapes and stuff. So like, it made sense that all this weird stuff was like drawn on the ground around them and it worked a hundred percent. And I was just like, Oh, there it was, you know, you just like, I always have that Eureka moment. Like when I'm drawing where I'm like, got it. Like, uh, so it's, it's really nice to kind of be able to like know that at some point, like it's like when you're playing a video game and you're in a puzzle level and you can't figure out where it is. And you know that like at some point you're going to figure out all you need to do is hit the badger that's in the corner and he's going to open up the door. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, you know that eventually at some point you're going to realize that when you hit that badger, it opens the door, but you have to just like sit in that room for a while. (laughs) So, and that's just like how I draw is just like, eventually at some point I'm going to figure out this puzzle of how I'm going to get all this information that they gave me. Like we love star Wars. We love, uh, we, we have four people in our family. Our daughter's a princess and, uh, I drive a a van and you're like, got it. And then you're like, just try to figure out how to shovel all that into a a picture. And I know I'm going to really dig it. So yeah, there's a, this girl, Jackie Purdy, She's an artist, and she I I've never seen anything like it. Like what she does, she paints weddings. Oh yeah, and pa- paints uh, she actually did or paints weddings? paints uh, the reception. Oh, I'll show you an example. She actually did a mural, like a painting for LeBron James. Ooh, look at her. Um, where would I find? That's the album. I'm looking at uh, what she's done. I think it's a very specific skill to like be able to draw a crowd. I just drew like a lot of people in the same space. And it was very difficult to kind of get every. I guess if if you're kind of going off of like a space that's already existing, see what I have to, what I usually do is I try to give people personality like in this full thing. And if you don't know them and you're kind of given like 16 photographs of them in like different situations, you're like, how are these people? And I usually never know them, so I have to like figure out how they interact with each other and stuff like that. And I don't really find a lot of joy in that because I 
I get. A, is this one of her paintings? Yeah. Oh, see, that's really. It's cool. the reception, and there's a lot of people. It's a impression impressionist yeah, art. Yeah, yeah. So just keep it loose. Keep it loose. You can't really tell their faces, but that person, like, say that person comes and sees the photo. Mm-hmm. She's she was wearing this blue thing. Okay, like, that's me. And that's really cool. I mean, like, I think there's like the thing that's great about that is she, uh, the focus is on them, like. Yeah, like on on top of everything. So like everything happening in the background doesn't really specifically have to draw. But the person who that's for, which is obviously the bride and groom, can really see that as like a like a piece they can take with them. I I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So she'll set up, get where she has to go, and obviously before the whole party's there, she kind of gets the whole room set up. Okay. And like paints that. Yeah, I was gonna say she's that's there that's alone, but a lot, a long time before everybody else. Okay. Yeah, because there's a lot of de- there's a lot of detail in those walls and ceilings and stuff. That's really cool. But it's really cool because then, but then when you go up close to it, you're like, oh, it's kind of just like scribbly in yeah, a way. Yeah. But then you back out, you're like, wow, this is amazing. I know. I really, I envy people like that because I can never, I can never get that. Like, uh, there's like a sense of. See with those big strokes. There's like a sense right. of like I know what I'm doing when I get like a big stroke. Like uh, there's people who draw like real thick, gloppy art that I always like really dig because they they do this thing where they're just like I was telling you about the highlight. Once you put that highlight in, you kind of it it all explodes. Like just knowing like the cockiness of throwing that in there, like really it baffles me that people are able to do that, and it's so cool. I wish I was able to kind of get into that vibe. Um, sometime. yeah, I've never seen anything like it. Um, whoopsie Daisy, Oops, drop the thing. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I just, I, it's cool because that's the cool thing about art that I that I've always loved and I, I'll always will love is that like there's so much different stuff out there that everybody kind of has like a. Let me figure this out. Okay, that everybody has like a like a seat at the table. Like um, th- there's some art that I don't specifically dig that I don't think is very like. Just not my style or something I'm not into. Right. And uh, that doesn't mean it's not it's bad art. It just means it's different art. And uh, that's what I love about, like, what I do is that, like, children's art, children's art specifically, like, you've seen books that are just, like, super simple. They have, like, some, like, you're, like, maybe even stuff that you're, like, I could draw that. Right. You know, but um, it works for that medium because you want kids to kind of have, like, an end point of, like, oh, maybe I could be an artist, uh, which is my favorite part about when I do the like in-person kids like drawing for them because I can show them how I do it in person. I mean, I show them how to create a story. I do this thing like, you know, like give me a, give me an animal and they'll be like a polar bear and I'll, be, I'll draw the polar bear and then I'll be like, all right, what's he riding on? And they're like, uh, you know, like a, like a dirt, dirt bike. And I'm like, all right, I'll draw that. Yeah, and be like, all right, now what's he jumping over? And, and like, or I'll be like, hey, he's running, he's going through the woods, going through the woods and all of a sudden he's about to trip and, a, and he's going to come up on it. And then I'll point to the audience and they'll be like, uh, you know, like a turtle, and I'll draw the turtle. That's and then, crazy. And then I'll be like, all right, and he's about to fall, and all of a sudden he, he remembers he has, a, he has a pack, and he pulls the chute, and what's in his what's in his backpack that it's going to catch him on the way? And they're like, an anvil, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, like, you kind of create this, like, you create the problem. Like improv. Create the solution. It's great because they love it. They love screaming. The thing about kids, kids love screaming because they're told to, like, be quiet, like, 90% of their day. You know, just, like, be quiet. Especially in middle school, you know they're not allowed to like go crazy. So like I try to like lead into these like moments of just being like, just scream as loud as you can. And uh, I have a point where like you just tell me something you're passionate about, and I'll and I'll have them all say it at the same time. So there's just this wall of noise. Yeah, and it's just like. I actually did a. Everybody, somebody gave me an animal, just shouted out, and it was so loud I couldn't even hear. I couldn't even. Pick, I thought I'd be able to pick one out of the crowd. I couldn't get. <laughs> couldn't get an animal. I was like, I don't know what they're saying. It was just like. <sighs> And I, was, I was like, all right, well, hold on. Actually, let's start over. One person gave me an animal. Man, the thing is, I love kids, but I'm just too 
I haven't been around kids for so long. Also, when they're not yours, it's really difficult. But it's it's easier to deal with a crowd of kids than it is with like a couple kids, like or like individually. Uh, depending on the kid, you know, there's there's some kids that like really blow you away, or they're really you know fun to hang with. Like, oh, let's you know, let's totally yeah. play trains together. You know, whatever. But as a you know middle aged man, it's weird to go up to other kids and do that. Right. But uh, you know, I'm 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 given the opportunity because they're just like, oh, that's just silly man, crazy person uh, who's drawing silly pictures. So I, I'm able to be like, oh, you want to draw this? And yeah, which is interesting. You said you're a middle aged man. I, I that's why I was kind of surprised you were you graduated in '99, three years older than I am. I thought I was older than you, or something. Oh, you did? Yeah, or something. Or maybe I thought you were a year old, just a year older than I was, or something. I, it's because I act like a child. <laughs> well, no, I, you don't look. I'm just saying, man, you're going to be one of those people that are going to hit their 60s and be like, yeah, it'll be like, yeah, 60s and new 30. Yeah, I got that Rob Lowe gene. <laughs> yeah, or like that. Uh, what's his name from um, Kiefer Sutherland? Mm. He just always has this handsome man look. And how old is he? He's probably sixty. Oh yeah, he's yeah, he is or probably, something. He's probably older than that. Fifty-five. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Sixty. <laughs> Gotta save the president. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's it, I'm. It's lucky, yeah, because I I get that all the time. And people are like, you don't look that old. I'm like, yeah, it's because I act like a child. And uh, I don't know if it's because I laugh all the time and I just kind of like have like a what? I don't have wrinkles because of that. Uh, the only wrinkles I have are the ones that I squint because I laugh all the time. And I like all these around my eyes. Right. <laughs> just like. I want, I want to quote you. I don't know if it's your quote, but I love this quote because I, I could talk about this quote alone for a while. And it's, uh, if you live life like you will die tomorrow, you will be tired and broke all the time. If you live it like you will die in a month, then you might have time for red wine with friends and skydiving, which is so true. Did I write that? Yeah, well, that's on your Facebook. I'm, oh, yeah, thing. I, that, Just like that, a that description. sounds like a thought I would have had. I don't remember writing it, but yeah, I didn't pull that from anywhere. Well, uh, I was like always living like I would die tomorrow. I was like, well, we could we could always just die. So what's the point of saving money? <laughs> what's the point of this and that when you could just die? Yeah. Like my chances are, my luck, I'll I'll get where I needed to go, and like right when I get there, boom, I get hit by a bus. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, but. I mean that doesn't ruin it. I I, don't, I just had that mentality for yeah. the longest time. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. I mean it's not it's not a bad mentality to have. I mean, I mean when you're younger to have that like what if something happens to me? But I think there's a, there's a point where you kind of uh, it's like okay if you if you put it in uh, going on vacation. Let's say you go on vacation for one day. You have yeah. to shove everything you have into that one day. Like we went to uh, Putin Bay. Okay, we went to Putin Bay for one day. We usually go. Sorry. No, we, you're fine. We, yeah. We usually go to Putin Bay for one day, and then uh, you know you kind of you go like we gotta hit this bar. We gotta hit this bar. We gotta go over here. We gotta make sure we hit up the winery. You do all that stuff. We went. You go for two days. You can hang out for a little bit. You can go. The, you can go to the swim up bar. You can maybe go to the winery the second day. You can have a cool breakfast. You right. can hang out. You can hang out. So, like, if you think about life in that way, it's like it's this long stage of like, uh, like we have really, really, really good friends to the point, uh, like two set Brian and Caroline who uh, who come over our house and we will just like kick it with them all night long. And there's, I mean, to the sense where like they are like second family with us. Like they'll, they'll just come over. Like there's not even like a hey, can we let to stop over? They'll just stop over and be like, hey, we'll hang out in the pool. To, like we have this little like, you know. $200 pool that we like have in our backyard and we just like sit in it till like three in the morning, just kick it for a while. It's like, if you have those moments where you kind of like drag out, you're like, you know, uh, we're just having a good time. We're, we don't, we're not like in an urgency to like do everything that we need to do. We've had like all these crazy conversations. We're having a great time. We just kind of like, uh, I, like I've had such a cool life, uh, on accident. Like um, just like stumbling into people or people like inviting me to stuff. Well, that also, I'm really scared about. you know, the, the, uh, Laws of attraction, too, I believe in, in, in a sense. 
Like if you're a positive guy, you're going to attract positivity. Yeah, yeah. And I, uh, even sure. I, I even go as far as almost believing it as like even when you're on the road. Oh yeah. And like you're at a four way stop, people actually obey the rules around you or something. <laughs> it's like the laws of attraction. Yes, things are going good. Yeah. Because it seems like when you're in a bad mood, those weird moments happen where you're. You're just everything's compiling onto each other and, and snowballing, oh, and yeah. you're like, "Wow, I don't even know this person, and he screwed me just now." <laughs> after I dropped my peanut butter and jelly sandwich <laughs> on the ground, and before that, my coffee, you know, whatever. You know, you know what's uh, so? This happened to me recently. That something that kind of proved that theory is uh, I was having, I was kind of burnt out. Like I was doing a lot of stuff for like other people, and I was feeling really burned out. Just kind of like I just want to sit here. And not work on other people's stuff. I just like I just want to play video games and do nothing. Like I'm, I'm kind of like I felt like done. Like I just wanted to like take a month off from like everything, you know. And um, and I felt really bad about it. Like it was like almost this like self perpetuating like guilt of like I should be working on stuff. Um, I you know I have stuff to work on, but I don't feel like it. Whatever. And the moment I and like and it was almost like nothing was coming my way, like based off of that. And then the moment I stopped feeling that way. I like snapped it and was just like, oh, this is like, I'm doing the coolest thing. Like I'm drawing, I'm doing something fun. Uh, I shouldn't accept it. And then I, and I, even at work, I was just kind of like, oh, I'm just here. And yeah. then like the moment I changed that attitude and was just kind of like, for no reason whatsoever, I wasn't like, you should do this. I was just kind of like, I felt better, you know, yeah. I was sleeping better or whatever. Um, I started like, I, I started just being like in a better mood. Uh, the moment that happened, I got a really good news. <laughs> Like I can't, I can't share it at all right now. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but it's really good news. Uh, like the moment I changed my attitude and it was almost right. the universe going like, Hey, here's, you know, like, here's a shekel for you for, yeah. for, for turning it around, buddy. And I was like, thanks universe. You're really doing good right. by me. Except it was almost like my guilt was just like, it was just like, Oh, Dave's Dave's down in the dumps. He's not feeling I it. I guess you could say, uh, people would look at karma like that. I mean, it, yeah. Like what goes around comes around even with the good things. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think that there's something to that though, that laws of attraction, like those, I think being a positive guy that you are, you yeah. can, you're more, you're given these opportunities that other people couldn't get. Yeah. We were talking about that with like booking agents or, or like booking people and mm-hmm. I couldn't get these certain gigs. I've never been like, uh, like in the past, I mean, anything that I don't get now, I really don't look, I know if I, I don't look at life like I'm supposed to be owed anything anyway. So don't, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I'm just saying like, I mean, things happen like I'm doing this and you came on the show. That's like an extra for me, you yeah, know, that yeah. helps me out and that's good. And like people that want to come on and people that want to do stuff. And, uh, my life is great now, you know, with, uh, th- with that mentality and being yeah. positive. And but then again, being with Maggie, like I said, my sense of humor has gotten in the gutter <laughs> and, uh, man, there's some uh, people online that uh, they're not ready for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think it's, not, it's it's probably from your perspective too. You know, if you're feeling good about yourself, you don't like you. You almost put like your uh, your filters up, and you're like, you know, I don't really care that that person doesn't like me. I don't really like that person anyway. Yeah. So it's like, or like, uh, let's say your uncle's cousin's sister's brother's like, I don't really like that comment that you said on Facebook. It's like I don't even know you. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, who cares about what that person says? And then you know, you see somebody who you really enjoy, and they're like, oh, I just love that dude so much. So it's yeah. you know, like it's just a matter of like where you're getting your information. I mean, for the most part, I don't, I don't have any situations where people like really don't like me. Yeah. Uh, that I know of. <laughs> you know, um, I think it's just, maybe I just talk too much where people <laughs> just don't have time to not like me. Right. Um, or don't tell me. Uh, but there's, uh, I've always felt 
pretty comfortable everywhere I go. It's which is funny because I grew up like super shy, super just like uh, I had anxiety about like just being everywhere, and I was just like, oh, people like me. Right. Then you find out that's all just high school stuff that will eventually blow away, and for the most part, we're all just the same people. Especially when she uh, like my the biggest thing for me will always be when I had kids. Like I didn't want them at all. Like it wasn't my jam. I didn't really like other people's kids. Like I didn't like any of that. And then like, uh, in my wife, obviously she came from a Catholic family. So everybody has like three kids minimum and stuff like that. So it's just like, I was like, yeah, okay, that's cool. And then, I mean, the moment I had him, I was just like, got it. Like everything clicked in for me. I was like, this is what I was supposed to be, you know? Yeah. And then I started doing children's art and that was, you know, before that I drew like, you know, you're, like I said, corn, all that stuff, you know, you drill that kind of like weird drawings of like clowns and weird stuff. Um, and then the moment I had that, I kind of figured out what my art style was, and it worked so good for that. You know, it was perfect. Right. And then uh, for that, uh, not to be too cocky, sorry. Um, but, no, but, you know, like, it just, like, it all dialed in for me. Well, that's and, one thing I think a lot of people don't have is co- the confidence, like, to begin a career even, oh, yeah. you know, or start a business. It's like a confidence thing. Uh, what if it What if it doesn't work out? It's like, yeah. yeah what if it, it doesn't, doesn't, work, doesn't out? work out? The thing is, like, nobody's paying attention to you as much as you. Yeah. Like ever. You know, like, uh, like, uh, doesn't matter how many drawings I do. Like, I can do 30 and people are going to see like two, maybe. You know, like, it's just like, it's just the way. Well, then again, a lot of times people look at you more than you would know, like, as far as respect in a respectful manner. Mm-hmm. A lot of people respect you more than you know. A lot with the, if you have low self esteem and confidence issue, you're not, your reception, perception in yourself of being in a, you know, pessimistic yeah. perception of yourself could, that's you. Like, mm-hmm. um, when I was in high school, I got nominated for best artist senior class oh, and best yeah. musician, but I didn't get it. I was nominated though, so I was standing up there with them. This is a nomination. It's a nomination. <laughs> it's so fun. So I was like, I was blown away because I was so quiet. I was like, people thought I was a stoner kid that slept oh. every day, you know. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> I didn't really have a lot of confidence, but I did things that were a confident person would do. But I was, I talked to people about this. Even this is like, I don't have confidence in this, really. Yeah. I mean, I do. To a point, but I literally hate myself most of the time. <laughs> you know what? You know what's the worst part about like the way this media kind of works is that you almost have like a litmus scale for how well you're doing because you can see how many followers you have and all this stuff. Yeah. And really, it doesn't matter because like some people maybe don't follow you, but they watch the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like because uh, I didn't even think about following. I was watching the show, but I wasn't following you yet. And then, because I was just like, oh, I'll catch it. Because you always post yeah, it on yeah. Facebook. So, like, I'm just like, why would I follow? I can see every time <laughs> you just, post yeah, it. Yeah. So, like, um, you know, people don't see that. So, you're probably thinking, like, oh, I only have, you know, this many followers. And then you're like, or like, only this many people viewed it or whatever, like that. Um, but so you have this like scale that you can just see. So you can just be like, this is how much people like me. Yeah, <laughs> They, but li- they the, like me 20 views or whatever. Yeah. And it's just like, it doesn't matter. Cause at the end of the day, like maybe there's a booking agents. It does. Yeah, I know. I, I know. It. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. It sucks. It's like, I don't know how many people can you bring? I only see uh, 20 likes. On yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, isn't it like uh, there was talking about how they were, they were booking for something uh, like on a show or whatever. It was Kevin Smith. He was talking about, uh, he was, he said he literally walked by a room and they're like, I don't know. This guy has more Instagram followers. So maybe we'll hire that guy. And I was, just like and he's like is that what it's from like why there's nothing to do with talent (laughs) you know it's just how good you are at social media i mean like right now i have a book that's been in you know target and like it was on like an amazon indie like best ofs book and stuff like that but i still only have like 300 followers on twitter (laughs) you know and i constantly post stuff so it's just like you know it doesn't matter it doesn't it doesn't make a difference it's just there's so much noise out there yeah there's like three thousand other channels on on youtube it doesn't mean that they don't like you it just means that they, maybe they don't 
watch YouTube shows. Maybe they're at work and that's when they would watch that stuff. And, you know, maybe they don't have the time to get around to it. I mean, uh, it doesn't mean that they don't like your show or like you. Maybe they haven't seen it because they're just like, well, I don't work at a job where I can sit and watch videos. And when I get home, my kids want to watch shows that I don't really want to watch, but I have to because they took the TV up. And, uh, you know, maybe I don't, I don't have the ability to listen to podcasts. Or maybe I just don't like listening to people talk, but I really like yeah. Rob. He's a cool guy, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so really, it's it's just, but you in your head, you can see the numbers. You can see you can see the levels and where they're at and, you know, how the graphs go. But at the end of the day, it doesn't, none of that really actually matters no. like like i'm not getting paid for this this is not like yeah. anything this is literally i set this up because i like i love what kid didn't try to make a radio station on their oh. cassette player yeah. you know or yeah. something like that and it grew from just that little thing and i've always, i think music kind of in a weird way to say that and i actually i'm gonna i'm not gonna be pessimistic because i i do do that i'm a pessimist person sometimes mm-hmm. i can't help it uh maybe if i didn't do I stick to music all the time. I, I would have found something else that I was probably better at, and uh, I would have advanced into that category. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, well, I'm gonna butter your bread for a second. Um, I mean, like I like I told you before, like you had this one song. I can't remember the song the name of the song, which is a bummer, right? The very second, but I'm sure if I gave it enough thought, I would really dig it. But uh, or I would remember. But uh, there was a song that you did that I just dug. Like I played it like nonstop in my house, and uh, I just I loved it so much. And then you and when you did a rap with uh, I forget you hit a guy on you did a rap with them and i was so impressed <laughs> you know on the show yeah i was on the show um, um uh, was it with hoffman uh, Honnell and huff i was Holland just, huff, huff, yeah. huff. i was just like this is so cool like i <laughs> thought i was so impressed i was so it was so cool just to be able to do that it sounded awesome it was like yeah. it was like a it was a banger you know i was just like i really like this um you know and i think you know like people are more imp- like pretty impressed by that stuff i mean i know i am i think that i think it's just really cool to be able to like because uh, it felt like from scratch, like in a way where you just kind of like th- we wrote. This. We had it a long time ago. Like I think last like two. We, it might have been two years ago. We made it up in this garage and just kind of like. I mean, it was so cool though. I mean, th- there's 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 stuff that musicians do that I'm always kind of blown away by. Uh, just the fact that like it just kind of works together when you when it when it works it works and I'm always so impressed by that like all the time. It's just it's it's so fun just to like see people like kind of create stuff and make it and just outside of my realm of understanding at all you know because I, I I the other day I was like trying my, my daughter like sat me down she's like let's write a song and I was like what does that even mean like yeah. what do you mean write a song so we when we sat there we, she had a xylophone and I had like one of those little clicky clacker things that like uh, you see like srirachas have and then yeah. like one of those like uh, symbol beater things and I, we were just like doo, 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 and you just like made it it was about boogers or something stupid but yeah. uh, you know just something to entertain her but uh yeah that's I mean even even that was like super difficult <laughs> like, I was right. like um this that and, uh, yeah but she didn't care <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh yeah it's, it's, I don't know it's impressive <laughs> Oh man, uh, you're. There's another man by the name of Spencer is also a very big inspiration to the world. Yeah, his name is um, his name is Spencer Allen. Spencer Allen Boston. Yeah. Controversy when he lit a joint in court as he appeared before a judge. In 20 years this guy lights a joint. This guy lights a joint in the middle of court in front of the judge. Oh man. And then he says on the way out, he Spencer says Allen Boston appeared in court in Wilson County, Tennessee to answer to a marijuana possession charge. Dude, he is he's on a but mission. According to law enforcement, oh, he knows what he's gonna do. Oh yeah. yeah. Apologize. Instead, it seemed he was trying to make a point about the drug being legalized. I think he knew what he was doing before he came to court yesterday morning and uh, you can tell by the video with him walking up to the podium and 
the things that he was going to say and then him reaching into his You can just tell by the, his long hair. Oh, yeah. I love As it. court officers placed him under arrest, <laughs> authorities say he turned to the observers to claim they, quote, deserve better. They deserve better. They deserve better. Oh, man. That guy we should, the people deserve better, baby. A pair of pixelated sunglasses should have appeared from the sky yes. and landed on his front. <laughs> Thug, Thug life. life. Yes. <laughs> That guy's a hero. Yeah, not all heroes wear capes. You know, I wish I had that kind of like swagger to like run into a place and be like, I'm just going to do this no matter what. I mean, obviously, there's like a level of like that probably ruined that guy's life. (laughs) But, you know. Well, it might have helped it. He only got 10 days in jail. Oh, there you go. So when he gets out, he's going to have all the support from the high times. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's going to be like the new liaison for high times. (laughs) He's going to go around everywhere. Yeah, that's one of those things that probably will turn him into like the whole, like he'll go to the path that, because right now he's probably like doing something that he doesn't want to Tommy Chong spent. I don't know, a long time in jail. Yeah, he did. And he's like a career off being the guy who yeah. like, smoked for, for not weed, for bongs in, <laughs> yeah. the, in a state that don't allow bongs. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, it's it's so funny because I'll see him in like, uh, what is it, like children's programming, and he's still that guy. Yeah, he's like, that he, guy. And they always like throw in a joke like for him like, yeah. that's like specific to weed, but like little kids don't get it. So they're just like, yeah, man. Like, yeah. I can't even think. Of, I literally saw one like a couple weeks ago where it was like Tommy Chong, and I was like, oh, Tommy Chong. Dude, Disney's been doing that. Like, they, there's always one stoner guy <laughs> I know. in every it's movie. So good. <laughs> It's just so funny that like Tommy Chong, just like back in the day, you look, you watch those old Up and Smoke movies and stuff like that, and he's just like, I mean, he's just blazed out of his mind the whole time. And then just seeing him go from that to like being the voice of a turtle, yeah, <laughs> like on a children's channel. Yeah, oh, man, me, I love man. It. I mean, like this is what we gotta do, man. It's just, it's such a good voice for like the guy who's just like the 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 loser of the group or like the the like it's cool, man. Don't worry about it. And you're like, oh, Tommy Chong gets it. <laughs> And he's still like, ah, he still gets arrested for weird stuff. Like, you know, just like Willie Nelson, you know, just like having mounds oh, of weed. Willie Nelson, he writes so much music I didn't know about. Prince did this. When he died, I was like, oh, he did that song. Oh, he did that song. Oh, oh. my God. Yeah. He's, it's insane. Like, There's so many songs that Willie Nelson didn't perform. He just wrote. Yeah, and I know. I'm like, damn. Those, those always blow me away when you hear like uh, people just, they, they've done like a full career. Like, when, was it Toto? Toto, like, there was a video I watched of Toto where they talked about, like, all the things they've done that are in the background. They're, like, they've been the, the, uh, like, the studio studio band for, like, ever. And they're, like, nobody respects us. Like, we've done, like, Thriller. (laughs) No one cares. Yeah. (laughs) It was, uh, was that Toto? Um, Yeah. Not not Toto. uh, They didn't, I don't think they did Thriller. They did one of Michael Jackson's albums. Yeah. But then they they did, uh, I guess it's not good now, but (laughs) back in the day it was pretty cool, but (laughs) not not anymore. But, uh, you know, like, one of, like, they've been, like, the studio band for, like, It is Toto, the band for Toto. I'm pretty sure it was either them or Sticks or something. I even, I have no idea. Yeah, I'm I think I'm mixing up, uh, what is it? The guy from Slayer did uh, Beat It. Or the, something. The, well, the, One gu- of the, the guys guitarist from, from yeah. Slayer did, because he was like, uh, they were. Well, led, well, uh, well uh, jump, the, the band that did Jump, Van Halen. Van Halen did the solo, because that guy did the solo. I think the guitar player for Toto actually did the solo, and then. Van Halen came in and went over that one part only. For Beat It? For Beat It. Are you sure no, that wasn't the guy from Slayer? No, Van Halen, for sure, 100%. I'll okay. look it up. I'll look uh, listen, it up. I would, uh, you probably know more than me, but I, I, my friend, I feel like, told me a story where he was, they were on a break, and they did, they did he went in and was like, it's just going to be a quick thing. It's nothing for this guy. I don't even know who he is. And then it became, beat it. <laughs> Eddie Van Halen. Oh, all right. I was totally wrong. 
No, but yeah, I remember him talking about his record label didn't want him to do it, so he did it anyway and snuck it. And that's, that's why they, it's, it's like you almost have to talk to the people involved to know for sure if he did it. Yeah, because it's not documented as like. A, a credit, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah, he yeah. like snuck in and did it. He's yeah. like, yeah, you know, this young guy that's in pop music wants me to play this thing, and I'm gonna do it anyway. I know the record industry is so weird for stuff like that. Oh, I, it's been shady. I'm glad it, it's still shady, but it was shadier back when it first started. Oh yeah, because they're capitalizing off these like Bayou musicians mm-hmm. that poor, were banging, making poor. bangers, bangers, but they're poor, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, we're just gonna use your voice," and then yeah. they can their music, yeah. and then they own it, yeah, and then they can't. They, dude, fucking Fl- Sly Stone just now got his credentials. <laughs> he just got paid like royalties. Happy birthday! Up until about two years ago, was owned by Warner Brothers. Yeah, that's why. That's why when you go to restaurants, the reason why that because they don't have the rights to do yeah, that, which it's is copywritten. the dumbest thing in the, the world. Yeah, and uh, uh, there was actually a documentary they did about the birthday song, and the people while they were doing that because they were like, "Oh, it's an interesting story," and while they did the research on it, they're like, "Wait a minute, you guys don't own this song." So they they literally like because they made the documentary made like a movement to be like, "You guys don't own this," because they were making like. Three million or something a year, just based off of like them suing people for using wow. "Happy Birthday" song, and or getting like rights to it and stuff right. like that. I'm like, it's so dumb. It's like because it was written by these like two ladies who weren't affiliated, but then they like found out a way where them they were like, oh no, they really we they wrote it for us. I don't know. It's so weird. But it's a different name every time you sing it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, that, I just saw a thing today about Mace uh, talking out about Puff Daddy from back in the day because he was just like. He's like I. He had to make sure he was in a place financially where he could actually speak out about it because he didn't want people to think that like he was doing it because he needed money. And uh, he was like, "But I'm financially fine." He's like, "But they didn't pay me anything." You know, like he's like Puff Daddy's like like wrecked all these people's like lives are they don't have any money like they yeah. did all these like tunes for him and he's making money for or he's making money for himself but not giving it to the people but uh, right that he basically you know brought up or whatever but uh, I don't know. <laughs> I it's just, interesting how many like consumers in the world that just have regular jobs and just look up to celebrities and they think everything is, they're getting paid for everything that they're doing. Yep. A lot of times people are, they don't, if you look for a paycheck and everything, you're not going to, it's as far as an entertainer, you, you, good luck. I mean, yep. unless you have already created like your presence alone is mm-hmm. needed to make this happen. Yeah. There's not a lot of money. Like I don't think Tonight Show they pay for maybe you to get there. Yeah, yeah. And, oh yeah, yeah. And, and it's more for the guests to be on that show. Yeah. That's an honor you're, to be you're on doing that promotion show. to the thing. That, that was the thing about I learned about the publishing industry is that you you basically like you want to get the reason why you see like the product, which would be the album or the book or whatever. It's there, but then the reason why you see like a movie deal or like uh, like swag like outside of that like t-shirts, hats, whatever, yeah. is because that's where like the money is really made yeah. is like in the outside merchandising, and that's where you'll actually like make because like you get the initial cost and stuff for like doing the job, and you're like that's great and it's such a cool opportunity, but then like you you really want to have these extra things that kind of give you more, mm-hmm. uh, to, so you I mean and it sucks because you're like you feel like you're selling out or you're like doing a thing, but really you're just like you're trying to perpetuate yourself to the next project. Yeah. 
yeah. you're like, I want to do this. Co- I- but who doesn't want a, want to sell out a stadium or something? I know, yeah. And it's just like, you know, you can have that indie mentality. You're like, well, I just don't, I want to be like, you know, three guys in the crowd who really love me. And it's like, and you should have those people. You should have like just a few like, diehards. Yeah, cult following. Yeah, yeah. They're, and they're like ready for you, you know, and you should absolutely have that. Follow your tour bus but people. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Those people who are waiting outside. And, uh, you know, and I've also heard like terrible things about that where you're just like, I just need some privacy, like yeah. whatever. Um, but I mean, you, you constantly. Well, I'm eating and feeding my daughter to not come speak to me. <laughs> I don't know you would know. I don't owe you a mother anything. Oh man, uh, that new uh, the new Eminem is so good. Oh uh, yeah, I heard I heard uh, Ed Sheeran's uh, uh, collab so, yeah, with yeah. him. I'm like, dude, immediately texted like the group text with the DJs that I work with. Yeah. Uh, I'm like. Got that song? Now you need to get it now. It was like right when Spotify released it. I'm like, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Ed Sheeran and Eminem, get it. Yeah, get it on the hard drive now. Have you heard that one with a? Uh, it's a Fifty Cent, Eminem, Ed Sheeran, and somebody else. I forget who. I don't it know. I, I listened to like the first four songs or something. Uh, oh, it's not. It's not from that album. Sorry. Okay. It's like a, I don't even know what it's from, but it's basically like I'm not done yet. Is like the the theme oh, okay. of the song, and it's it's like it ain't my time to go today. Hey, hey, and it's got it's got it starts with Ed Sheeran, which is just so funny. I don't know. He's just like every time I hear him talk, he just seems like a guy I would totally hang out with. Which you know? is cool because he, <laughs> I heard he was influenced. He had a stutter, and to break it, he rapped mm. along with Eminem. That's so, so is Eminem that what records, they, is that yeah. what they, Okay, so they've worked together like a couple times. You know, yeah. like that song that I was just telling you about in his album, and then the last song, The River, he wrote it, and then he was just like, I, he's like, this is not, I don't feel like this is my song. And he ended up selling it to M. Um, M, like I know him. <laughs> you don't meet him. And we, uh, I call him M. You know, we just, we're cool like that. I call him M. He calls me D. Uh, so, but yeah, see, uh, Basically, yeah, they've just done so much stuff together. I wonder if they were like just like super tight, just like this random like ginger like Irish dude. What hold they? up, hold up, Eminem. Is that because his name is Marshall Mathers M and M? I think so. <laughs> Never noticed that either. I just is it could be. <laughs> Do you just cracked the case on Eminem. Did I crack- <laughs> It's, and M and M is taken, so you have to go M and M. Absolutely, is that it has has to be absolutely. right? Absolutely, it's a hundred percent that. And I never ever thought me, of that. Me neither. <laughs> never thought of it. Jeez, that's so funny. And I've because you know when you're in the hood, they come up with the best names oh, for yeah. people. And like that's why when they're like when you watch Forty Eight Hours, you can never find the dude because his name is like Casper. Man, you know Casper did it. <laughs> yeah, and, it, and it's like M and M. Yeah, little school. <laughs> they have the best names, man. I wish I grew up in the hood and I moved out before I got the cool names. I moved out before my friends. Friends like were able to come up and be witty. Yeah, like oh, what's up, web shooters? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah oh, no. oh, hey, what's up, be... worldwide? Oh, you're made to be swift, man, like Spider Man. <laughs> man, I need a cool hood name, oh, man. man. I remember uh, they called me Diz for a long time, so like that was my nickname. But it was almost like given to me. I, I forget how it happened. Um, oh, this girl used to call me. Uh, uh, this girl used to call me Dizave all the time. Dizave. She'd be like, "What's up, Dizave?" And then she eventually like shortened it to Diz, and that became my name. Like, but it was only like in that moment. It was never like outside of like us talking. And then I went to work. I went to my server job at Robin, and the girl was like, "Hey, what? You know, like we need to put a name tag on it. What should we put on?" It? I was like, "Could you put Diz on there?" So like my name serving, it was almost like my stripper name. It was my serving name was Diz for like ever. So anytime, but I don't use it like obviously outside of that. So like every time I hear somebody go like Diz, I'll be like, it'll be like this flashback of serving of like, oh, hey, what's up? I'm I'm wondering if like strippers have that. It's like, what's up, cinnamon? (laughs) It's like, oh, yeah. So I don't know. It's funny just to hear that. But yeah, basically like kind of like squeezed in my own nickname. (laughs) Total douche move. I was uh, Robbie D. 
and Robbie D, short for Robbie Diesel. I don't know why. I think I'm just a crowdy person, and I like stomp and rims, oh, yeah. and I'm like, hey, guys, what's going on? Just knocks it off the shelf. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. I'm a bull in a china shop, oh, yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> That's and so uh, I'm just not quiet. I eat loud. Well, yeah. not I can I, I, I pull it back, but I'm just saying, in my when I'm loose and having a good time, I'm like, arms oh. flail around. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm like I'm usually like my wife always is like I knew exactly where you were in the other room. Yeah, <laughs> she's like you know like like I'll laugh like louder and I just like talk. It's just like the way my my voice carries like into other places and stuff. So I kind of infect the whole area. And then uh, it was <laughs> it's always funny. We we because um, my wife's family they're they're the best. You know like they're super fun to hang out with and. Um, but I get really loose. I'm so comfortable with them. I just get really loose and like I just talk about like the worst stuff. And they're not, you know, like they're uh, they're not a button up family. I wouldn't even say that at all. They're just, you know, they're just kind of like, oh hey, you know, they're really right. really nice, you know. <laughs> and uh, and if you do say something inappropriate, it's like, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it happens like that, you know. <laughs> but we've had like the best time. I mean, like we've had like you know when it was those nights were like. There's like enough wine and there's enough conversation. It's just like those great nights where everybody's just hanging out. They're t- I mean, the, and it's like all generations. There's like uh, her her grandma and grandpa who are like no joke the best people in the entire universe. And I've said this multiple times, but I I sincerely enjoy them like more than most people in this entire world. Like you'll talk to her grandpa and she's just, he's just like, like he's in, lived in New York and he was in the he was in the military and he'll give you the, and you know like sometimes you talk to older people and you're like oh I can't wait for this to be over you know like right. you know just because like they'll be like. Hey, how are you doing? And you're like, oh, and you're like, cool, man. But like, literally, I would sit with this guy for like hours. He's, yeah, he's the best. And um, and her grandpa's, her grandma's just really like, oh, hey, how is everything going? You know, like she'll ask me about my mom and stuff like that because she knows her from back in the day and stuff like that. Uh, but um, where was I getting with this? <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, they're just, but they're really good people, is what I'm saying. And but she's. My, my wife was like, um, I can't trust you alone <laughs> when you get into this mode. Cause I would literally just talk about anything. And if there's it, wine involved oh, or yeah, something, you know, I, cause I, I literally, you know, people like hard on her sleeve. It's like, I wear it on my wrist. I'm just kind of, oh, like, I said a joke to my grandfather. He's <laughs> passed away, but, uh, he wasn't in Vietnam. So I just felt like I could say this joke mm-hmm. and it was, I was young and ju- I wouldn't say it now. I mean, I say things online and I'm just, I don't care. It's just words <laughs> typing. I'm not even actually saying it. My, my fingers are. <laughs> my fingers are saying it. Yeah. And they, I don't even know. They're like idle hands. <laughs> Devils. They're like, uh, what is that fucking movie? Idle hands. Idle hands. Yeah. yeah, man. <laughs> yeah here, fun fact about idle hands. The the one friend is like fat version of me. Fun fact. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> you know what? People actually, when I was younger, people said I looked like Fulton Reeves from oh, Mighty yeah. Ducks. <laughs> Yeah, that when I I used to have the curly hair and I would put it back. You know when he yeah. had the bandana on oh, his yeah, hair yeah. poofed out. Yeah, and I people said I look like this guy, and people would be like, "You look just like it." I had like people all the time would say that oh all the my time. God. That's so funny. <laughs> and then there's like certain people they're like, "Are you related to this so and so?" And I'm like, "No." Like, of course I'm not. <laughs> but uh, there's only so many shapes of faces. <laughs> the joke was like, "How many Vietnam vets does it take to screw in a light bulb?" <laughs> oh no. Oh, you don't know. That's right. You don't know because you weren't there. <laughs> You didn't see what I saw! <laughs> That's a great joke, because you can just scream at the end. Yeah. It's so good. Oh, my gosh. My grandfather did not get it. He didn't appreciate it? Did not appreciate it. <laughs> Some people just don't don't get the gold. He was born right before Prohibition ended. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> so I think he was too old for Vietnam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> do you remember when you were younger and you just assumed that like everybody went to Woodstock? Like when yeah. you, you were just like, <laughs> yeah, like all your parents, everybody who's older than you like went to Woodstock. You're like, oh yeah, how was it at Woodstock? They're like, uh, it definitely was not even born yet. <laughs> you're like, no, 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 you're old enough. And they're like, no, 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 I'm not. <laughs> Here's something funny. We, <laughs> we could end, end this soon because it's going to be a long episode oh, yeah, otherwise. <laughs> no, but it's, I love it. We're talking to you. People are going to love it. And I, I know you know a lot of the same people. I hope you guys, I hope you guys all enjoyed it. If you're still watching right now, <laughs> you rock. Yeah. You're the troopers, guys. Yeah. The hey, troop. If you're, if you're still here, uh, type in taco in the comment section. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you're still here, that's a good, that's a good idea. I never think about, I never think about those weird things. Like I could get the, the true fans yeah, to the, do the true, you know, the true believers. <laughs> yeah. If you're still listening to it, write taco in the comment and nobody will know why. Yeah, they're like, why say taco five times? <laughs> yeah. You didn't watch the whole episode. Well, obviously. You. I guess I knew my everybody. Co- yeah. Everybody commenting. <laughs> like, who, why about the tacos? Yeah, what's up with the tacos? Are they talking about, what are they talking at the Single end? those guys out. <laughs> yeah. But I want to show you this, talking about Woodstock. Um, I was watching it earlier today, and it was... I do have their mouth, that's awesome. <laughs> I was so impressed by this stuff. Uh, there was a guy that, oh man, dude, memories. There was a guy on my school bus... Uh, the trailer park school bus and it picked up all the kids from the trailer park oh yeah from 12th grade to 6th grade oh this is the best it's the best smokers and (laughs) non-smokers there was some who knows there was some 6th grade like Joe like you know those hey what the fuck hey go fuck your mother they're like 6th graders yeah the the guy with like the shit kicker hat on it's just like who's this kid he's got the suspenders he's from like the depression yeah (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, my water heat has been working all all went along. Go fuck your mother. You don't know what it's like. Yeah. You don't know what I've been through. I don't I don't know my dad. <laughs> oh man. But uh um uh, um here we go. Oh, I don't okay. Plant biscuit. <laughs> I just want to show this beginning part because they <laughs> I love I love I love this. You were you're typing in right now. We literally watched this entire set like recently. Yeah. We were got into like a watching Woodstock old Woodstock film and we were just like watching Nine Inch Nails and like all this like cool Green Day, like when they tore it down back in the day. Oh, it's so much fun. All right, there <laughs> All right. They're right now in this video. Yeah. Fun fact, I was there. Oh, you were, of course, yeah. you graduated in 99. Yeah, man. You were 18. Like, if we're looking at a wide shot here, I'm in that shot. Are you, <laughs> fucking you lucky fucking son of a bitch. Yeah, you got man. to see so much good Dude, shit. I, I swear to God, I saw so many cool artists that, like, I was just like, I'd never seen before. Like, you know what? You wouldn't really, like, think to see, to pay to see and stuff like that. And I was just like, and that you'd see, like, all these people be like, I had no idea. All, I saw the roots. All my like, hippie friends are going to be like, dude, you're listening to Limp Bizkit and reminiscing. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, man. it's. Oh, I remember. Okay, so I'll never forget this memory. So they played Nookie, okay? So, like, literally, they were playing something before. They were playing this song. And then the next song they play, I think, is Nookie. And this guy turns around to me and he goes, this shit's about to get real. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was right when that song dropped. Everybody was, like, loving that song. Oh. Well, I was wanting to. Like a motherfucker. <laughs> right now, the mic cut out. Oh something. yeah, yeah. I forgot he had mic at the beginning. We there was there was like a sea of people. You wouldn't. I didn't even remember that happening. <laughs> He's playing Cambodia. I didn't even remember that. <laughs> that was. I remember that being the song that. Oh wait, no, that was. That's the end of that song. I forget. Well, I'm trying to think of that. 
Who's that? Who's that? I wanted to show. Where the fuck is it? I thought that was a. See, oh, see, Limbus gets one of those artists that oh, like here I, it is. I know we're all supposed to make fun of them as like a group because we're like they'll make you, but like they're so nostalgic for me. They like live in my heart forever. <laughs> like yeah. it's such like a part of my life that we were just like oh, it was so much. Fun. Oh, I loved it, man. Well, you could play that album like Significant Other at any party, and somebody was gonna like it. You know, yeah. like there was like metal and rap, and it was like this nice time where everybody was kind of like fuck yeah, we're listening to Limp Bizkit. Yeah. And then at some point, people got all up in their ass, and they were like, mm, we don't. Look like that anymore and I was like that's cool whatever I don't know yeah. <laughs> I well just... I was uh, when three dollar bill came out I was um, 12 13 13 mm-hmm. 14 yeah. years old so like <laughs> dude it was the coolest dude I I remember breaking a pair of headphones because when when stuck on yourself you are da, 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 da. <laughs> I like you are. I went, like I banged my head and my headphones flew off my head <laughs> and it went landed on the ground and broke my headphones. Oh man, I, I remember uh so Limp Bizkit was my gateway drug to Deftones because I went to go see them live and at the Odeon and they play and they pl- they opened for li- uh, for Deftones and then I that was the first time I saw the Deftones or heard them at all and I was just like who is this? <laughs> they're like, this is the death dance. I was like, this is the best thing I've ever heard. Right? Like this whole time, he has no, nobody can ever hear him. I guess you can't hear me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nobody can hear him. He's like, put your hands up if you can hear me. <laughs> yeah. And then he starts saying a bunch of shit. And it's like all the stuff nobody ever heard. And oh, then yeah. it's like, all right, here's Nookie. And then everybody finally hears him. Yeah, oh, and the place goes ballistic. Look at that. Yeah, oh, that's probably why I didn't hear it, because like, we can hear it here, because it's probably the local mic, and then yeah. the outer mic is like... <laughs> oh, God, this was so much fun. I remember uh, we sat in, there was this place, one of the water things broke, so they had these like troughs, basically, like big round troughs, and one of them broke and filled with water, so it became like a hot tub, because yeah. it's in the middle of the desert, Heat sitting down in it. Me and this guy jumped in it. Where just, was that? I thought it was in New York. It was in New York. But so, it's like a deserted land. So, I mean, by, by desert, I mean it was really hot out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you're in the middle of an airstrip in right. the middle of the summer. Yeah. It was just oh, yeah. so hot. For sure. And uh, Basically. So, yeah, yeah. So, like, we just we were just kicking it in this thing for, like, ever. People were jumping in. Eventually, we had, like, ten deep in this, like, uh, like essential made-up hot tub. <laughs> it was so much fun. Oh, man. And then we, like, ran through the mud and, like, slammed out. And then we jumped back in the water tub. Or the water broke water fountain <laughs> he's like don't play that shit west that mic's not working yet <laughs> hey the sound guy's oh he's shit tripping brick <laughs> that guy right there he's just like we're so long i'm sorry yeah i remember but, uh, if I, he knows anything about the original woodstock this is normal yeah yeah they're like we're having problems they're like yeah like, of course you are did you watch that documentary on netflix that recent documentary about woodstock no and it covers the um it covers the uh, backstage stuff not doesn't cover the bands. I love that stuff. I know, and and there's so many people that were involved that had those the best camera at the time, <laughs> and uh, it's legit HD stuff. Dude. Oh yeah, yeah, and it looks like it was done yesterday, oh, and it so just good. it looks like you they uh, since nowadays you know people style is like whatever. Yeah, I see these people anywhere, but the interesting thing about back then is everybody was skinny. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's how you could tell if it's from the '60s <laughs> yeah. on a high def camera. Yeah, yeah, that was well, that before the I millimeter, mean, whatever the thing you know, yeah, the big yeah, the, thick rolls of film. Uh, that of the eight had. millimeter jams. Yeah, it, oh, actually, um, 
Uh, I know we were just talking about Grateful Dead recently, but uh, so I didn't like Grateful Dead until we watched this documentary that's on, I think, Amazon. It's called Long Strange Trip. And um, it got me into Grateful Dead because the whole soundtrack was just them jamming, like, over top of whatever. But then just, like, hearing all the cool stories and, like, how they basically went from this, like, underground band to, like, the band that everybody just basically went and partied in the parking lot. And nobody really even went into the show. Like, they basically just went to party. Wow. And then, like, trying to circumvent that was, like, if you don't have a ticket, you're not allowed to party. Like, kind of, like, them trying to, like, get ahead of it. But then, like, they had this wall. They had a thing called the Wall of Sound. And it was... uh like speakers on top of speakers on top of speakers on top of speakers. Yeah. And then talking to the roadies who had to break that shit down every day or every night and then put it back together the next day in a different town. And then just being like, oh, that's, we had to break this thing down. And that's the, the dead, right? The Grateful Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Grateful Dead. Is that the Shakedown Street thing where that came from? Because when I went and seen a play know. in Chicago, <clears throat> there was a lot of people that didn't have tickets that were just set up out front with like, Oh, probably yeah. with like markets and like yeah. food vending oh, yeah, yeah. things. I'm sure it's more now, but like, it was like a festival. It yeah, turned, yeah. It turned I mean, into. back, but like then that wasn't a thing. It became a thing because of that. Yeah. And, I, and it was because of uh, was it the one they only had one hit, which was uh, what is it? Touch of Grey. Touch of Grey. And when Touch of Grey came out, the like it became like this bro nation came out. It was like I, don't even, I like the show, the song on the radio. But yeah. they, they've been around for like years and stuff like that. Right. Um. So I don't know. It's just this fun little. It's like what I got by Sublime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was like they've been doing stuff for years. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, when Aerosmith did something with uh, Run DMC finally. Oh yeah, yeah. Then the, like, you just get a totally whole new different crowd. new crowd, new <laughs> people. Like what the uh, fuck? It's gotta What's, be. What the fuck is this joint all about? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Damn that new consent. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, um. Uh yeah man dude watch that if I don't even know if it's still on Netflix but it's amazing yeah and it's I really don't know if that can ever happen again I mean I could hope no. we could all hope and pray it, it's, it'll but be different for sure it's just like there's so much stuff that like has to it be it was a moment in, in time yeah it, yeah, it was all, it was the things that happened even the U.S. military helped out and they shipped down uh they brought nurses with them too yeah. and nurses work for free there was people working out <laughs> and I'm like damn dude that is hard to find like yeah. a collective group of that many people that are willing to be like, all right, let's get this yeah. show on the road. The guys that set it up, there was a moment where they're like, we're not getting paid. <laughs> uh, we have to pay the bands. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I, I think there's like a lightning in a bottle situation for even, yeah. even if you go small, like uh, if you plan a party, let's say you do like a, like a theme party and it's like, I don't know, roaring twenties or something. So you do a roaring twenties party and it goes crazy like it's just it's the best party you've ever had and you just have such a blast and you try to do it again the next year and you're trying to capture whatever that was that, the next year and people don't show up or like yeah. the person who made that party fun doesn't come or you know like or you don't have the right conversations it's just kind of like it kind of limps along and you have a good time but like it's not the best it's like or even like sequels to a movie that was just like like the dark knight the dark knight awesome movie great villain everything such a good movie third one not good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I liked it enough, but I was just like, eh, whatever. And it, uh, like, it just didn't have that moment. It's just like, you need these little things to happen and they're not going to happen again unless you have that like perfect situation. And I don't expect it. Yeah. I mean, and like, it grew, it was uh, evolved even since the show started. And uh, I think it started like on a Friday or Thursday or whatever. I think a Friday or Saturday. I know it ended on Monday. It was interesting because a lot of people left before which Hendrix went on. So <laughs> which is like, insane, insane to think about yeah, his like legendary. A lot of people are like I got to go back to work. <laughs> I know. And, and then he's on a Monday morning or something, or oh, a yeah. Sunday night, Maybe. or Sunday morning. I don't even know. It's yeah. some uh, arbitrary time of like only 
only the people that are wrecked they have no lives or, oh, still, yeah. or they have no like other things to go to they're just like hey man they miss like the god of guitar yeah <laughs> i remember listening to a podcast about, with the guy from uh zz tops and that guy like knows like everybody and uh you hear all he's got the best stories and he's got the coolest voice too he's just like hello how are you doing and he's yeah. like, super cool you can like almost hear the sunglasses on his, his face <laughs> you could hear him. and uh he was talking about like you could how, hear his uh dentures oh he was talking about how he went to uh i forget what the the this blues guitarist like, i'm terrible at this so uh, let's just say muddy waters i don't know uh he went to his like childhood home and broke a piece of board off and made a guitar out of it like i'm just wow, like, to, for like that's yeah. the coolest ever <laughs> you know like he's like yeah i got this guitar made out of the muddy waters old childhood home and i'm like that's so cool and he was that just talking pretty about, cool yeah he's talking about hanging out with rick rubin and all these people that's like the same type of people that really get into ghosts they look at the energy of the house and the thing it's like <laughs> yeah. that's like that type of shit like they're like oh i'm gonna get i'm gonna be able to play as yeah. good as him. Oh now. yeah, I know. And sometimes it works. I mean, you yeah, never you know. never know. I don't know, man. It's worth a shot, man. Yeah. Whatever. People do healing stones. People do all that. Why not? Yeah, I mean, sometimes it just comes down to how how much you believe in it, and you know, if that's what, that's all that matters. If and that's it, what limps along. Boom! That <laughs> that's the confidence boost yeah, you need. It's the placebo that gets you to you know. Yeah, placebo exactly yeah, it gets yeah. you to the next step. So that's how I, that's how I live my life. That works, right? <laughs> All right, dude. Uh, I'm gonna. Like, we could wrap it up right I now. I know, man. We could probably have like five more hours oh, yeah, of podcast absolutely. if we wanted to. <laughs> it's gonna probably be the longest one. Oh, I apologize for that. Slash, no, don't care. <laughs> Slash, don't care. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, they can turn off at any time. Any, Asking uh, for a friend. Yeah, one more time. Type in taco in the comment section. Yeah, type in taco. <laughs> if you are still listening, type in taco in the comment section. Yeah. To let us know who you are. It, um, <laughs> interesting thing is, I got better. My upload speed is the best you can get in the area. Ooh. Look at you. Well, I'm talking about that. Every, a lot of people probably have it. That's the only provider we have is Spectrum. <laughs> but uh, it's the best in our area still. Yeah. <laughs> I got the best. I got the best that our area is oh, able man. to give. Until, like, dude, this area in Vermilion is really strange. I think they keep, like, the, they want to preserve, like, this historic value, and they don't want people putting uh, any things in it. And they have... Um, so we, well, I want to get fiber optics up in this biatch. Oh, look at you. <laughs> but we, they don't have it. We don't have it. Vermilion oh. doesn't supply it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Because they got to do digging and stuff. And, yeah. It's and like stringing lines around everywhere. Oh, yeah. It's a whole and thing. I heard fiber optic is actually kind of dangerous. Really? Like imagine if you like, I heard if you like stab, like in, cut into a line, it, the fibers explode and you could breathe them in or it could get into your skin and just like screw you up. I did not know that. <laughs> It's kind of weird. I know that our IT t- guy talked about fiber optics a lot, and I just did a whole lot of like nodding, like, yeah, you should get those. Those sound important. <laughs> well, uh, I heard, uh, yeah, I just heard, like, you can't cut a hard wire, like a, like a main line of a fiber optic line, because it's, it's the just fibers, <laughs> like, well, good in the air and stuff. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. All right, man. Well. But hey, yeah, that's it. That's our time. Yeah, dude, if you're ever feeling like it, man, we can do it. We can do a round two. I don't Absolutely. care. Absolutely, <laughs> I'm gonna go. There's gonna be a round two before the end of the year. There's gonna be definitely a round two. Okay. I'll ask you about it. Just do a round uh, table. That'd be fun. Just like a bunch of fucking weirdos. In a yeah, room. yeah. <laughs> the best of all oh. together, like a rat pack of. Oh man, <laughs> that'd be ridiculous. <laughs> oh man, it'd be a lot of the times though. It's very, um, you got to share. Yeah. With those moments. Oh, yeah. It's easy to share with two people. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah but with all, on so many moments, there might be, it's like, man, it's just, I didn't really talk that much. Yeah, a constant level of people cutting each other off and just yeah. like, <laughs> I wish I told my story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah sorry, I didn't really draw a lot. I kind of got it like into the conversation. No, that's cool. But this is Huggy and Stick. <laughs> yeah, I'll show, I'm going to take a picture of it before you die. I, I think that camera fell in the oh. middle of it. So oh, it's it like, 
so I don't think I'm going to use it. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I didn't draw a lot. Just know that I I, uh, I drew the best drawing I've ever done. Yeah, <laughs> just, ever. This is all he uh, can do, guys. You should see it. No, it, while we're talking, okay. I'll try it's to plug okay. in little pictures of things that you've done okay. with the hugging yeah. and stick and with the bedtime. Uh, Charlie goes to bed. Right on, man. Uh, but yeah, check out david spencer yeah oh if you want to contact me but in any way uh my website is mischief factory um yeah this is the very end so whatever but uh mischief factory is for everything you can find me in any other thing but uh you know mischief factory at twi- on twitter and then uh facebook you can go to my facebook page david spencer on facebook yeah. too uh you know uh instagram i think i'm the mischief factory um, yeah. So follow me on all that stuff, and you'll see either weird pictures I drew about robots or silly stuff. Uh, trying to do more video lately, but I haven't done any. But <laughs> it's an idea. Well, I have. at the beginning of this thing, you mentioned Mr. Factory. I'll just put like a little thing in, okay. in front of the camera that right goes MrFactory.com. <laughs> cool. But yeah, um, uh, that's our time, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys for tuning in. Yeah, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. It. One of these it. days, I'll get, I'll be like fucking Howard Stern. <laughs> He has the best voice. Hey, man, all right, yes, all right. Now, David Spencer, I want you to take off your uh, shirt and show us those nipples, man. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, Howard. <laughs> we have a Sibian. I want you to sit on the Sibian, please. Yeah. Eat, <laughs> eat this hot pepper. Eat this hot pepper while sitting on the Sibian. Yeah. Are you a squirter? <laughs> dude, how he's so fucking vulgar. Oh, I love it. I love it's it. It's the good stuff. It is the good stuff. Mm. All right, dude. To play us out, there's an original for you, man. Mm. I hope you enjoy it. It's called Get Wet. It's with a coworker of mine. <gasps> this is the song. This is the song that I love. <laughs> <laughs> I love Get Wet. Peace, we out of here. Peace. In this place, we got some soul. Keep the fiddles on the riddles and I'll just steal the